everyone. How you doing? How was your week? Anything interesting happened? We'll find out on the show. You know this show with Ed and me, Sean. You know us. Maybe you don't. If it's your first time, welcome to Geeksters, bitches. And welcome to episode 441 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, how you doing, everybody? How's it going? So you don't understand. I'm just. I, I've had a very long day at work. I work on. We do the show on Sundays, and I work on Sundays. So I try to get done quickly enough to be able to get to a comfortable time here. But today I just was overwhelmed at work, and I'm trying to kind of chill and mellow out while also trying to be entertaining. <laughs> like I, there's nothing more that I want right now than just peace and quiet. Everyone that's just just shut the fuck up for about three hours. And, and not because I want to talk for three hours. It's because I just don't want fucking noise for three hours. Just I want to be able to, you know, go into a bubble or um, a, a, a tube of some sort. You know, like what they call it? Uh, what's what's that uh, thing that you soak in salt and you're you're laying in there and a, a, a comp- bath? A, no, a, a comp- decompression chamber or something. Oh, okay, forget it. I just I just I only want is just nothing, like just a void of sound. Because my job was so fucking loud today, I, I never wanted to punch little kids more than today. Today, the only other time that I want to punch kids is around Christmas time. Yeah, okay. that's the uh, ho ho ho. Uh. <laughs> so, folks, this is gonna be a fun show. Strap in. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm just. Whew, like <laughs> you need to find your Z. You're not gonna find I, it here. I, I need <laughs> just to. Be, I just need to find a line and stick to it and just kind of be like okay Sean you know what maybe when you go home tonight maybe you'll kill a couple things maybe you you know I mean figuratively like get some video game time and not like all of a sudden Sean's like doing his murder room like a la Dexter like so Steven I fear that you've been kicking a dog lately let me just check my knife Oh, yeah, that's right. Cuts the hairs right off your chin. <laughs> I'll just, I, you know what, we'll start off slow. I'll just take the, the knuckle of your pinky on your left hand. We'll start slow. Repeat after me. Home chop. <laughs> Remember, the secret is to breathe out as the knife comes down. <laughs> At the end, I'm covered in blood like you fucking Jason, uh, P- we call Bateman from uh, American Psycho. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I feel so much better now. Whew, so, Ed, how was your week? Uh, you know, I did a few things. Get uh, out of town, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, no. I did a few things. Well, I did a few things. I didn't normally. I just sit my ass on the couch and just flip through YouTube. Oh, oh okay. So, okay, well, technically, I did that. <laughs> but I did other things, too. Oh, okay. I did, like, three things today, this week. Four, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty close. All right, Ed, what you do this week? Uh, well, of course, I saw season two, I'll, I'll, I'll episode two of... Um, Halo. I thought that was pretty good. So, I mean, you know, it's... You mean Mandalorian? Yeah. It's (laughs) it's getting less Mandalorian Uh, and now more, you know, actual Halo. So... I think I walked into my dad watching the first episode and I saw Master Chief and I saw him rescue a kid. I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yep. So, uh, it's it's getting better. Uh, You know, I, I... Well, I thought it was pretty good the first episode, you know, so... 
I just said I thought it was a poor man's Star Wars. But if you hear a clinky clinky, it's because this episode is right now for the next twenty minutes brought to you by Burger King. <laughs> I, I had to snag lunch, dinner on the way in, and it was like, what I want, Burger King, sure. <sighs> <laughs> So uh, I recommend it if you have uh, Paramount Plus to to watch those episodes. Uh, there's also recap episodes, which I'm not watching because they talk to people that were in the show. And- oh, so hey, so how'd you feel about being in a Halo show? What was your, what was it like being in a helmet? How do you feel about revealing yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I, I didn't watch those. So, but uh, I recommend the show. There was a podcast after um, Peacemaker, like an audio audio podcast that you could watch. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> just don't want to do that. Uh, so, uh, so Wednesday night, uh, Dave, friend of the show, Dave Sipon, come over. Now, I, I try every once in a while to throw him a boat because I don't like horror films. Okay. So I figured, you know, but this one to me wasn't as horrorish. I didn't think it was. Um, it was uh, Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. It's the new, uh, the new one, the new the one, reboot. the reboot. And it wasn't a horror movie again. <laughs> uh, that bad? Oh, man. I mean, we were both groaning through it. <laughs> yeah, that's how terrible it was. Um, the, the I horror- usually don't like my horror movies this bland. Was <laughs> <laughs> like, it rated R or rated PG-13? <sighs> Good and, question. Uh, you know what? You continue Good on question. and I will I look know. it up. If, it, it should be rated R because it was... Was there titties? No, there was no titties. But that's what we were saying. <laughs> that's what we were saying at the end. It's like, you know what? The only way to make this movie good was to add some titties to it. Because <laughs> it, was, it was bland, to say the least. But, like, there were some people, Sipon wrote on Facebook that, you know, he, he saw it and it was terrible, blah, blah, blah. And somebody did respond back going, oh, it's kind of based off the first video game. So I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, the act of, the wo- the acting is wooden and there's no really no plot. <laughs> and it just, it just goes through one. One zombie to the next. That's pretty right. much what you know what it wow. was. And it was it was just there were so many things going on at the same time, and they were just dropping character names. I'm like, oh, I know that character right. from this video game, right, you know? right, right. But other than that, that was it. Like it was just it was just There's a movie of name dropping and bad video gra- graf- graphics, right? Because some of the some of the special effects were some were good and some were terrible. So let's uh, say it, it was fifty like fifty. So. Right. Um, so I, I don't recommend that one. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. and I and I like I said I'm not a horror fan, but you know I keep waiting for the Resident Evil six film series with Mila Jovovich to go on sale on Vudu, so I can just buy it all in one shot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have them all. I've, I I think I have everything Resident Evil, even the animated. There was an animated right, series. There's a couple of them. season. Uh, I've read they have books like like actual novels that were pretty good too. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> my sister is a huge Resident Evil fan. Huge. <laughs> Um, she's loved them since day one. And she she got me into their actual novelizations, like like continuing up all their stories. What? I'm just I'm just fixing the book. I'm walking down a, a dark no, hallway. No, it's not like that. It's like <laughs> a light hey, flashes. No. There's a zombie goes. Rrr. I shoot once. No, it's not like it, that it at all. It, it's not in a first. I shoot twice. It's not in a first person. It's like, oh, here's the stories of what's his face, or and you're reading a, and like a story with him in it. It's not yeah. like, oh, look, I'm walking down the hallway right over here. <laughs> <laughs> the flash of my muzzle right. sees the face of the, of right. the <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil, the novelization. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that was chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> Oopa doopa! <laughs> Audio book. <laughs> That's what I felt like there at the moment. Oopa doopa! <laughs> now, you and I both saw a movie at different times. Oh, okay. We did it again. I wasn't sure if you saw it. Because so. I saw it Thursday night. Oh, which, which, fancy. Which makes me laugh because there were a lot of seats available uh-huh. at the time I saw it. Uh-huh. And I there was, like, I saw it at 9 o'clock on a Thursday. Right. Right, right. I'm just curious because people started walking in because when I bought the tickets, there was only four other people bought tickets. Right. So I'm like, oh, did more people buy tickets? So you can go on the app. The, right, you know, right, right. I have a movie app and you go on there and it shows you the available seats. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So did more people Right, more buy. people decided last minute to show up. Right. But then I look and I was like, oh, my God, there's an 830 besides a 9 o'clock. Now, this was like 820 something. Right. And I, my wife's like, didn't you know there was an 830? I'm like. No, it wasn't there when I when I bought the tickets. Right. They put that down after the fact. Gotcha. Well, I looked at that one. There was no right. All the seats were available. Right. <laughs> because probably because it was last minute, no one knew. Right. Gotcha. So, so I was like, I was like, okay. So I saw it. Um, I know you saw it because you posted on Facebook. I did, Stacy, and I went to go see it last night. And do you want to go first, or shall I? Yeah, um, you're probably not going to like my answer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you won't move on. I don't know. You keep dancing around this for a while. All right. I liked it. I said it. I'll say it. I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as bad as other people say it is. I went in going, oh, I heard this movie is horrible. And in fact, it was Stacy's idea to go see it. And when, I, when she suggested it, I was willing to wait and just buy it on video when it came out. I was already... Kind of as soon as I heard, like, oh, it's not that good, blah, blah, blah. It's confusing. That The graphics are, you know, the special effects kind of shitty. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll, I can wait. Stacey's like, well, you want to go to the movies? And I'm like, what do you want to see? She's like, let's see a Morbius movie. I'm like, I heard it wasn't that good. Like, but all right. What the fuck? Who cares? Like, you know, we made a date night. We went to have, our, you know, our regular um, pizza shop. And then we went to go to see the movie. Hmm. And sitting there, I kind of didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I just kind of sat there going, all right. And then I'm like, all right, that was actually kind of neat. That was kind of cool. I mean, obviously, clearly, I feel like Man Bat, definitely. Mm. But let's face it. Morbius is a C, maybe even a D-rated character in Mm. in, in, in Spider-Man. For him to even be on screen is a fucking miracle. (laughs) All right? right. The closest we ever got to Morbius in any kind of action, it was the the nineteen ninety Spider Man show, and they completely fucked him up because they didn't want him biting anybody. So he had these little sucky things on his hands, which made him a little fucking creepier, mm. you know. So he was a living vampire for a reason. I liked his, I liked him in the comic books, but I also realized there is no way. Maybe he might have had like a short comic book run. Maybe I don't know. You know what I know about him? He kind of looked like a reject from the seventies. <laughs> Big fucking collar, you know, and and definitely like uh, when you didn't, when you couldn't get the lizard, yeah, you got Morbius because they're both basically the same character, sympathetic bad guys. It's the Doctor Freeze syndrome because it's like, oh well, I need to find a cure for myself, so now I'm going to do bad things in order to make to try to get that money to help cure things. Now, Stacy knew nothing about him. Mm-hmm. Nothing. She's like, was he? Is he a hero? I'm like, not even close. Like, 
he to me he's always been a bad guy, mm-hmm. traditional bad guy. Mm-hmm. But in order to make him a bad guy, in order to make him a hero of his own movie, you need someone worse, right? Right. I don't remember ever reading about his friend Milo ever, ever. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, okay, well, you're just doing this just to kind of get the movie out there and get the character in there. The end of the movie. There's two endings, I think, two. I don't know if I stayed until... We didn't stay until the very, very end, but we stayed until the one where the... Spoilers, and you can Google this on the... the right, yeah, it's, it's, it's out already, because people, people already... People hate going. this movie so much, they're like, here's the fucking bumpers. Right. The first <laughs> one is, it's all shimmery stuff, multiverse shit, and all of a sudden, Michael Keaton pops up in it, and he kind of looks in the mirror and looks at his face like, oh, this is what I look like now? And I'm like, were you expecting to look different? Like... And then he apparently popped up in a cell that in a jail that no one is a part of anymore. I don't know. Either way, pop up, you see Morbius in the middle of a fucking desert, and he looks at his clock, and all of a sudden, boom, Vulture pops up. He's like, hey, I think I'm here because of Spider-Man, but I've been kind of scoping around, me and the boys, thinking we could start some shit. Want to join us? And Morbius is like, yeah, okay, sure, cool. And that's it. I don't know if there's one after no, that. that was it. All right. That was it. I stayed till the very end. And <clears> that was it. I'm leaving the movie going, all right, well, he was never part of the Sinister Six. Right. I don't know what Spider-Man are talking about because the only time they mentioned Spider-Man is in that fucking moment. Like, even in the clips in the in the trailer wasn't in there. Him walking by the Spider-Man sign, it's murderer. But I'm used to Sony and Marvel misleading you with their trailers. I'm mm. used to that. Like nine times out of ten, the shit that's going to be in the trailer might not be in the movies. That's not new. Realistically, that's been going on for ages and even decades. Mm. So that mentioned Spider-Man Five, but you go, okay, well, does which Spider-Man? Is it a Spider-Man? Is it thus? But is it like Tom Holland Spider-Man? Is it Andrew Garfield? Like. What timeline are we talking about? Because now it's a timey-wimey, multiverse thing going on. You're like, it could be any time, any place, anywhere. Okay. Right? Take all that out. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you bumper, like, whatever. I didn't, again, I walked out going, if you go back to, let's go back in time, Ed. Okay. The first Thor, the first Iron Man the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. they weren't heavy movies. There wasn't like, you didn't have like this grand scale of things going on. Mm. They were like, hey, look at us, we're superheroes. You know, and it felt like one of those movies where it was like, okay, it's an introduction to a character. A lot of people don't know. Is it a, is it a decent origin story? It's all right. I mean, I didn't hate it. I walked out going, hey, no, it wasn't that bad. It was, an, it was an entertaining evening at night, going watching a movie, going, all right, about a character that I know, and just shocked as shit that I'm even watching it, even going on. Like I'm like, well, okay, so that's Morbius, all right. I mean, it's an ugly vampire, but he's always been an ugly vampire. I'm okay. He's like, Jared Leto's why a handsome man in real life is okay at being an ugly man on, on screen. <laughs> like, all right, I didn't hate it. I mean, I thought Matt Smith kind of stole his the scenes a little bit because to me he's the first doctor that I watched like he'll always be a doctor who to me yeah so whenever I see him on screen I know it kind of sucks because I know he wants to be beyond that but to me there's always a little part of me going <laughs> it's doctor who like you know like oh look at him dancing around I'm like oh he did some sit-ups for this movie I see like because he's always kind of skinny and scrawny and I'm like yeah. 
I don't think that's special effects, but it'd be good for him for doing some push-ups. Like, you know, <laughs> like, a, good for him getting a workout. Like routine. he probably was like, "At one point, go away, I gotta be shirtless for this." Fuck. <laughs> like, all right, you know, um, and like I said, I mean, I thought there was a couple of moments when you try to have vampires and they're going. I didn't mind the smoky effect. I kind of like that. Some of the graphics, I will be hundred percent honest. A, hundred, a, a lot of the, some of the CGI and some of the slow motion fight scenes were a little video game ish looking to mm. me. You know, I'm not gonna. I would be lying if I didn't say I didn't notice that. But in the end, it's a fucking comic book movie. It's I'm not wait. I'm like, do I expect realism in my comic book movies? Hell no. Do I expect realism in vampire comic book movies? No. They looked okay. You know, it was like the fight when they were kind of like falling down and like some slow motion kind of action. I'm going, yeah, that yeah, doesn't look like Matt Smith at all. I mean, <laughs> I know he's got the makeup and all. And the guy's like, ooh, vampy. At least, at least he's not glittering. Mm-hmm. You know, at least he's not shimmering in the sunlight or nothing like that. I'm like, all right, I I enjoyed it. Would I see it again in movie theaters? Probably not. But when it comes to the video, I'm buying it. Okay. There you go. And you probably hated the shit out of it. I, I didn't. Hate it. All right. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's, it's kind of how I walked out. It's I was like, like, I'm like, I was confused. Was basically how it was. I did walked, I like it? I don't know. <laughs> and it's and like like some of the things, some of the points that you pointed out were like about like the whole time, the 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 special effects. Like some of them were terrible, but uh-huh. some of them were good. So right. you're going, you're going, you got fifty fifty. Uh-huh. And like I'm like, okay, I you I, I can fault them for some of the stuff, but I can't fall for all of it. So it's like right. it's tough to it's tough to think because it's like because usually like most of the time CGI is bad all the way or it's good all right. the way. There's no in between. And this one was the first one <laughs> right. I saw that was like kind of in between. You're going, well, fuck. What do I do now? Like, yeah, I don't, but, I don't hate all of it, <laughs> but I don't like most of it. <laughs> but, but some of it, some of it was bizarre. I have to say that for the least, like to see Doctor Who. Dancing around because it was <laughs> Matt, Matt Smith is Doctor Who, and when he's doing the dance scenes, oh you know, my god, kind of it's thing, hysterical! It, it's hysterical, but it was also cringeworthy at the same time. They're like Doctor Who doesn't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's because again, that's all. Like I, I think he was the first one that I saw on BBC America that I was right. Like I, I watched the the David Tennant stuff on DVD because I binge watched binge watched all of Doctor Who. Right before Matt Smith became Doctor, yeah. like it was like, okay, let me. S- I know that they're all kind of in the same world, but are all kind of separate in its own in its own storytelling. But I at least want to catch up. I still like David Tennant's Doctor more than I like Matt Smith's, but I don't like if I had to pick and choose David Tennant then Matt Smith in my Doctor order. Right, you know. But I watched him dancing. But I also did, in fair all fairness, one night in Soho. He's in that too, and there's a dance number with him in it, mm. with the two the two lead actresses, not at the same time, but kind of at the same time. It's it's I can't without seeing it, you know seeing yeah you don't get it right, and but it was more classical dance. It wasn't like him just being like hey yeah what's up like him kind of to me it was just, <laughs> it was almost the same cringeworthy level as Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three. Okay, you're you right. Know, like kind of thing, <clears throat> like doing that like. Uh-huh. You're going. That's a little bizarre for me. But I right, and again, I chuckled at that too. But and a part of me is like, okay, take Doctor Who out of it and take the character in it. I'm like, okay, well, the character has been bedridden for so long. He doesn't know how to dance. He doesn't know how to do anything. Right, right. So him being kind of quirky and weird, you go, okay, he's kind of like a kid 
right, doing this right. shit, but, but you're it's, like, it's hard to see anything right. but Doctor Who doing <laughs> right. that dance because it's Matt Smith. You know, just like the right. fact at the end, I'm going, oh my god, Batman and, and Joker teaming up. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like they're gonna team up in the next movie. I guess you know, it's like, oh, okay. So you, <laughs> you kind of set that up. Though the only thing that I. Because I said when you, when you were talking about them like the bumper when he got transported into that cell and you're going wait why why did he like like that right like, that makes it looked a little forced too and I think the I think the problem with the movie and I'm hoping there's going to be a director's cut of this movie I I, I think there's scenes missing well okay and so that's it, that's what that's what makes me go there I think there was more to this movie. They were afraid it was too long, and they cut it. Okay, I, I, I kind of agree, because the movie is PG-13. Mm. I feel like the movie was going to be R-rated, and they cut stuff out to make it PG-13. Because there's a, you know, you're talking about a living vampire, and he, he creates a synthetic blood, which is blue. He goes, I'm on the blue or on the red. I don't remember, I, I don't. Again, you're trying to create a world, so I don't know if there was the blue blood in the comic book at all. I know he was he had a rare blood disease and he was trying to cure himself and then trying to cure himself made him the living vampire, so I guess excuse me, it all tied in in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But when he's again, spoilers, I mean it's no big it's no big surprise. He's a, a living vampire. He's a daywalker, you might want to call it. Right. right? Um, he goes through when he first gets on the red. He kind of goes a little crazy, a little feral, and he starts killing everybody on the boat. Not a drop of blood's on that boat, right? You know, and you're like, you hear the, you can hear the gurgles of blood that should be spurting out of anything, right? But you don't see it, so it makes me go like, well, I wonder if like they they cut, tone it down a little bit. And again, there is like a scene where, in the trailer where the Michael Keaton calls him Dr. Morbius and he's in like the white shirt. Mm. Like he's actually in a jail cell with Morbius at the time. Yeah. Which I thought would have made sense because there's a moment where he, uh, Michael Morbius is in uh, a jumpsuit, like the orange jumpsuit. I thought, okay, maybe that's where you see him because maybe they're in jail at the exact same time at the exact same moment. Right. Not at all. You go you if you take out the bumpers, you don't even know it's even set in like a Marvel universe, with the exception of seeing the Daily Bugle. Right. You go okay, well it's set in New York. Daily Bugle got it. There is no hit of Spider Man whatsoever, so you don't even know when it takes place. And all of a sudden, at the end, it's like the little shimmery stuff. They're like, oh, quit! Look, let's pigeonhole this into the universe, right? Because and I'm like, okay, well, who gets what? What Spider-Man verse are we in? Like, are we... And a part of me thinks, okay, Sean, you know what? This is Marvel. In a way. It's Sony Marvel, but not... not there's Sony Marvel, there's Disney Marvel. So far, they've been playing nice. And then the next movie coming up is Doctor Strange and the Ma- Multiverse of Madness, or whatever it's called. Maybe they're going to touch on that a little bit. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you won't see more bits until fucking Spider-Man... Is this home? <laughs> right. <laughs> Spider-Man, home sweet home. Right. Who knows? Right. You know, so I, I kind of like, all right, you know, I'll let it slide. And maybe the, maybe with DVD and Blu-ray that they'll have like extra deleted scenes or maybe like a director's cut or maybe an R-rated cut. Yeah. You know, like sometimes they'll do the PG-13 and then the unrated. Right. Like, oh, good, because there might be some cursing in it. Not a lot of, not a lot of, was there a lot of cursing? I don't think there was. 
not a lot of blood for a vampire movie. <laughs> um, there was thing that I one thing that I wasn't clear on, and Stacy and I have a split decision about this. Spoiler: at the end, when he's fighting Doctor Who, yeah, when Joker's fighting Doctor Who, right, he screams, he sends out this pulse, right, right. and all of a sudden, a la Batman Begins. All these bats come flying in. Right. I thought, I'm like, well, how'd they get from Colombia or Costa Rica? Because they all look like the bats that he was involved in at the very beginning of the movie. Right. And there was nowhere near that many bats in his little whole bat holdings tube. Right. So I'm like, where did they all come from? Did he just... Like, well, I think there were different bats. I don't think Stace, that Stacy's argument is, well, how come they can't be bats from around town? I'm like, well, the bat, I mean, New York's not really known for a bat haven, but all right, sure. Like, she's like, well, yeah, not above ground, silly. Like, I'm like, I don't know many caves in fucking New York. I'm like, but all right, I'm like, look, again, comic book movie, you have to kind of like suspend this. You have to suspend disbelief, right. right? So I'm like, all right, I mean, regardless. Still, it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of a ripoff because I see Batman do it. <laughs> it's hard not to see Batman in some of those shots because, like, when he's standing in the tube and he's got all the bats flying around, I'm going, Batman begins. Christian Bale did that. <laughs> but, like, Batman did it. Batman did it first. <laughs> but then a part of me is like, there's a, a, a lot of similarities between Morbius and Man Bat. If right. you think about it, a man bad was trying to do some DNA splicing, one big bada boom bada bang, look at me, I'm part man, part bat. Morbius, uh, I'm going to splice this vampire bat in my DNA, bada boom bada big bada bang, vampire bat, Va- <laughs> living vampire. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I agree. We, we both were kind of like the, yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> like, it wasn't horrible. I think that people who really hate it, I think are spoiled in a way and I mean that in the like well we're so used to polished superhero movies that are on a grander scale and they mean something and you're t- kind of told like pay attention here folks pay attention there because we know Morbius is going to be a part of a bigger plan no one said anything about it in fact everyone's like I was excited to see it because again it's I never I like the character in the comic book but I'm not like, I'm getting ink. You know, like, <laughs> he's my boy. Right, he's my boy. It's like, oh, Morbius is on this episode. I'm like, I guess they couldn't get the lizard. All right, whatever. Because at some point... Because we could do lizard story because it's been done already? Right, because right. sooner or later, Spider-Man knows that Morbius is kind of in this, like, I'm trying to do what's right to cure myself. So the two of them might team up for a bigger bad guy. Right. So... That's happened often enough in the comic books for me to be like, is he a bad guy? Yeah, he kind of is, but he's kind of like, you know, like I'm a bad guy because I got I'm breaking the law to try to cure myself because I realize I'm a danger to society. So I'm breaking the law for the right reasons, huh? <laughs> and Spider Man's always going, yeah, but you're still breaking the law. I got to take you in. Well, don't take me in because I'm sympathetic, Peter. That doesn't do it, but you know, um, please, I'm a spy. Please, Spider Man, don't take my try to cure myself. You know, I don't want to hurt nobody. Please don't make me hurt nobody. Oh my goodness, I need blood. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so sooner or later, the two of them team up for some reason, and it's like, all right, well, 
<sighs> like I'm just like <laughs> I didn't hate. I thought Jared Leto did a fine job. I mean, people are like, oh, he was in the worst DC movie. He's in the worst Marvel movie. I'm like, slow your roll. Nothing's worse than his Joker laugh. I'm not even doing it right. Sound like an old Jewish man. Hey, Batman. You see, you've come to tangle with me again. Hold on for a second. All right. You got a little bit going. So you kind of are the same boat as like, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. Right. Like it was to me, it was enjoyable. It reminded me of like a throwback origin story, like you would have seen maybe like in your like fifteen years ago. Like right. the the graphics were kind of like some were good, some were bad. Like they maybe the this this the company did these shots, and they're like, oh my god, these guys are spot on. And then this company did some of the other shots, and you're just like, maybe they won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> If we speed the camera up a little bit, maybe they would notice. Yeah, we gotta slow the camera down. And that Matt Smith's face kind of long and that like very like la, I am legend kind of look, you know, <laughs> like like oh whew. okay, like all right, it's a comic book movie. There's no real living vampires to actually like you know like hey starring the real life Morbius come on down blah look at me I'm Morbius blah. You know? <laughs> I, I was entertained. I was I thought it walked out going, all right, you know. I could see Morbius too. Electric Boogaloo. Go ahead. <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. That's where we differ. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a sequel for that guy is going to happen, and I hope not. <laughs> it's not that good. It's, it's not that good. And it's not that terrible, but it's not that good that, yeah, let's make a sequel of this. I think they're going to be like, okay, you know what? Was it a bullseye now? It was a little left of center. But I think we, if we try this and if we move this around a little bit, maybe if we get like, we're going to have a team up with him and Vulture, maybe Spider-Man. Because if, if they bring in the if, serious if, si- if, Sinister Six. I, I'm going to say this. If he, they make a Morbius 2, I'm going to be pissed because there's other sequels that I think deserve to be made before that needs to be made sequelized. Oh, like what? Well, Tron. I think oh. it's yeah, Tron 3. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's well, just me. Lito, Leto did say that they are making Tron 3 because he's a part of that. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, never mind then. <laughs> solo. I like to see a Solo 2. <laughs> I know you don't, but... I mean, I- uh, you know what? The more I think about it, I'm like, all right, give him another shot. I would have liked to have seen the other guys solo before Howard got a part of it. Because uh, the, uh, mo- uh, 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 the, the Lord and Miller, Miller yeah. Lord, I would like to see Lord and Miller's version of I'd that like movie. I like to see that cut. I really would. Because I mean, I don't think there was anything really wrong with Ron Howard's cut. I mean, I know he recut some stuff, and they took out a completely other uh, another character. But I felt like I kind of wanted to see that cut because I was interested. And then fuck you, Disney, because then Lord and Miller goes and helps do uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse with Miles Morales and fucking wins an Oscar. Maybe you should have let them do their fucking job. Instead of being like, oh, we don't think it's going to work. Let's get somebody else. Rod Howard, we know you. Come on in. Like, Rod Howard's like, well, I'll help out. I'll really give my daughter a directed gig. <laughs> <laughs> not that she's not horrible. She's great as a director. She's just as great as an actress. But I'm just like, I would have liked to have seen the Lord and Miller version of that movie. Yeah, I hope they release it one day. You know, Maybe like somewhere there's a... Like, Dude, the Disney Plus, the Lord Miller cut. <laughs> like if it worked for Zack Snyder. <laughs> Not Disney. Right. So what uh, else to do? 
Uh, the only other thing I did was uh, I saw the first episode of Moon Knight on Disney Plus. So did I. Eh? Yes. What do you think? <laughs> why do you? Why do I always have to go first? <laughs> well, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was different. I liked how they kind of did like the jump tile. Like they kind of gave you from his perspective at first. You know, like all of a sudden there's these gaps in time. Why is he time himself to the bed? What's this? Right. What's that? You're going. All right. The big reveal at the end of him in the costume was like a big surprise. It's the fucking trailer. Right. Like, so I was like, oh, finally, at the very last 30 seconds. Look, Moonlight, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, I, I know a little bit about Moonlight to be like, okay, they're doing this. Not, I don't know enough about him to be like, oh, they got that wrong. But I know just enough about him going, okay, I know that there's supposed to be like three personalities, I think, going on in there, possibly. I'm not really there was. sure. Yeah. Right. Well, no, no. I meant like in his in the comic book. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, there was. There was the the Mark Spector, I think his name is. Um, the guy who we saw, Steven. Mm. And then there's the, I think, the god that he's supposed to be. Right. You know, spoilers, I guess, you know. They, Ethan Hawke tells basically gives him the story of who he is without him knowing that he, it's him he's talking about. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, didn't hate it. I thought it was good. I'm, I'm, I'm in for the ride. I, I, Stacy when when um, Isaac's went from the British accent to the New York accent, she was like, "Is he British?" Because she gets, because you know, like you get good accents, right? And I'm like, no, no, he's he's actually, you know. Not American, but he's definitely not British. Like he grew up, uh, he grew up in the states. His parents, he's said uh, Guatemalan, I think, um, by birth. Okay. That doesn't mean that he didn't grow up in, in you know the Americas and has like the American accent. But I just thought like it's good, good acting on his part to. Yeah, he was born in Guatemala, right? And uh, and it doesn't say where he's lived, but he's believed he's probably lived. He says it's American actor, so obviously he's you know, right. So in the I'm US. like, I was impressed with the you know, like, oh okay, but my my wife sometimes gets confused because she knows that British actors Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, like out of the three Spider Men that we have, only one of them is American. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the other two got an accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, or what do you call it? Uh, there's like a bunch of actors who are definitely better than Cumberbatch. His Doctor Strange has got a New York accent, but when you hear him outside of that, it's, oh, chip, chip, here you go, pip, pip, get in the steep, you know? Like, she's always like, so he's British? I'm like, yeah. I mean, you'd be surprised at how many people, how many actors don't speak of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing, like, it's, it's tough, though, because the first time I know uh, Oscar Isaac is because of Star Wars, and I know a lot of right. British actors have played American, like, using American accents to fade their way through uh, Star Wars. Right. You know, so that's, you know, so, th- so to me, it's like, it kind of makes sense. You know, you're going, oh, okay. But then the reality of it is, is like, no, he's just very good at his he's job. He's just very good at his job. <laughs> that's why he's hired. <clears throat> I thought when Stacy first saw Ethan Hunt, Ethan Hawke, <laughs> he was like, isn't that the guy from Tremors? <laughs> I was like, you mean Kevin Bacon? She's like, yeah, like, nope, not even close. <laughs> I'm like, because of the way the haircut is, yeah, I'm like, it's got the Kevin Bacon. he's got the Kevin Bacon haircut. I'm like, I could see, I'm like, you're not wrong. I mean, I could see why you would think that, but no, it's it's Ethan Hawke. <laughs> like, I, 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 when I first saw him, I'm sitting there like going, why do I know him? Like, right. you know, and my wife goes, that's, that's Ethan Hawke. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. 
Alright, like when you, when you finally you go, know, you go get past the hair, you're going, It is Ethan Hawke. Like, alright. Apparently he it was his idea to do the whole put his feet in the glass thing. Yeah. Like that was his it was his contribution to his character. Like, I think it'd be kinda cool if, if I did this as a character. They're like, All right, sure. Now I don't know if that means anything to the character himself because Again, not a big Moon Knight fan. To me, he was always um, Marvel's version of Batman. <laughs> Rich guy goes out at night to fight crime, except this one's possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this is this is the first time I think with Marvel. Like I'm not like not like I'm a huge thing that be like coming now. I'm not right. a huge Moon Knight fan, but I'll watch the series because it's not terrible. But it's like it's right. going. Yeah, I don't know much about him, and right. so far, like, I'm yeah. like, I didn't do any research on him beforehand, and I'm sitting there going... I have a news article about that episode, by the okay. way. Okay, all right. No. So, uh, uh, what else did you do? That is it for me. Oh. How about you, oh, sir? Okay, it's your well. turn. Well, hey, let me get my notes out, because I did quite a few things myself. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moon Knight we talked about. Uh-huh. Morbius we talked about. I watched two movies this week. On my own, Ed, because oh. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> The first one was Death on the Nile came out on streaming yes. on, on HBO Max. And I'm a huge fan of the kind of murder mystery. I've never read the book. Okay. It's an Agatha Christie book. It, they made it kind of like an indirect sequel to uh, Murder on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies, the original. And I do like the remake. I thought the remake was pretty cool. So I was really excited that they were making a sequel and that they teased in murder on the Orient Express, that he was going to go to Egypt. And I was like, oh, the Nile, he's going to go murder. Oh, I know that. I know that book, right? Never read it, but I just know the title. Nah. Um, it was enjoyable. Had a, like, I was kind of, never having read the book, I didn't know who did it. And going on that journey to find out who did it was actually quite enjoyable. Okay. The only problem I had was they kind of, right before the movie, spoilers, they kind of give you the, if you don't know anything about Claude Perrault, the I can never say his name right because it's he's a French French detective. Mm-hmm. He's got this big ass mustache. Um, they kind of give an origin story to the mustache, <laughs> which really? is which is weird because I'm like I don't ever remember them ever touching on. I never really read a lot of Agatha Christie's novels to really get into the psyche of her two detectives. Mm-hmm. But I was like, did they really do an origin story for the mustache? That never seemed, seems kind of out of place, especially right. in this movie because – and he does it for – spoilers, he does it for love because he gets – he when you first see him, he doesn't have the mustache. And there's a guy who has the mustache. You think it's him, but it's not. It's his captain because he's like World War I or like he's in the army. He gets some shrapnel to the face, and he's like to the girl, he's like, I told you not to come. How could could you ever look at this face kind of thing? And she's like, well, you just grow a mustache, right? And hence the history of the mustache. But spoilers, at the end, there's a scene. (laughs) You already just did spoiler, by the way. Go ahead. What what do you mean? How? (laughs) You gave me the orange story. Well, that's not, yeah, but that's not who who did it of the murder mystery. Uh, uh, uh. Like oh. it's called death on a Nile, not birth of a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> the first ten minutes of the movie, first five minutes of the movie, like before the opening credits, it's hey, how do you get that mustache? Here's a little story about how he got the mustache. Oh, okay, so wait. Right, it's got nothing to do with the rest of the movie. 
Right. Right. And again, my point is, since it has nothing else to do with the rest of the movie, don't know why they have it. And then I don't know why they buttoned it with him not having the mustache. He shaved it off, apparently. I don't, didn't really get why. Because I'm, I'm, so, I'm not even 100% sure. And I was really paying attention to this movie. It wasn't like I was like, you know, swipe, 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 swipe. I was like, really want to see this. This is awesome. I like this movie's great. That's who did it? I didn't see that coming. Holy crap, that was kind of cool. That's neat. Wow, interesting. Why did he shave the mustache? Why is there even a story about the mustache? Like, I, did I miss it? Like, I, like part of me is like, I, I, I'm hoping that, because, again, it's going to be one of those I put into my collection when the time comes. Right. Maybe there's a story behind the story of the mustache. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just feel like someone just went, hey, Kenneth, I know you're directing the next movie. Uh, we're going to find out how you got that mustache. Like... <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> um, I recommend it because, I, again, it's a good murder mystery. Mm. A star-studded, of course. Um, then I also watched The Protégé last night. Ah. Uh, have you watched it? Yes. Okay. Uh, with the It's the uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Maggie Q, uh, fucking, uh, oh, my God, Samuel L. Jackson joint. Yeah. Um, didn't hate it. Felt like it was an average action flick. Okay. Uh, there was a moment where I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Really? I thought, all right, I guess, like, okay. You know, the- I, the, when I, I think I reviewed it a few, like a month ago because right. I bought it and I was excited to watch it and I watched it. And it was kind of like, to me, a generic right. spy thriller right. movie. You know, And you're going, you, you, you could pretty much take it apart and put... Right, in other movies that you've seen already, <laughs> yeah, you know, like kind of thing, and it's nothing. There's nothing new to it at all that gave you like a wow factor. Like this was awesome. I mean, it wasn't right. bad. It wasn't horrible. Like I said, it was. I watched it last night because I, I I owned it, and I was like, well, I got nothing to do, and I've got really tired, but I don't really want to get. It wasn't super long, so I was like, I don't really feel like watching a two hour movie. So this is actually like about an hour and twenty minutes, hour and forty. Like I could I could do an hour and forty. I can't do two though. Two's my limit tonight. Right. But watching, I was like, okay, you know what? Action's not bad. The acting's not, the acting's pretty good. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton's kind of cool with it. Like, I, he's kind of bad guy, not bad guy. You know, like, oh, of course that happens. You know, Samuel L. Jackson, get it? All right. I didn't hate, didn't hate the movie at all. I was like, oh well, this is a nice, nice palate cleanser of an action movie. Right. You know, I don't really think Maggie Q's never really been on my top. Like, oh, Maggie Q's coming out with a movie. You must see that. Like. She's always been kind of like a second tier actress, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like she was in um, "Live Free or Die Hard." She was like the bad guy that Bruce Willis was fighting. We'll talk about him later too. Yeah, um, you know. And then she had her own show when they rebooted Le Fe- when they did the TV show "The Femme Nikita" mm-hmm. or the CW. She was part of that too, and I was like, all right. Like she, I think was supposed to be like the first Le Femme Nikita, and then they had like a new girl, mm-hmm. I think, but. As a person who never watched that show, I couldn't tell you. And I thought she was like, oh, right, it's fine actress. I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't, yeah. Again, walking out, I'm walking out, going to bed, going, I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was fine. You right. know, it was the same that I watched, uh, you know, went to the movies and was see Morbius. I was like, all right, two, two okay movies. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> no okay night for me. I felt like, you know, like, I was like, all right, if you take part of this movie and part of that movie and smush them together, I had a good night. <laughs> um, there was something else I did do. Um, I've been playing video games, Ed. Um, I, we talked about Ghostwire Tokyo, mm-hmm. and I told you how. Like I'm like, well, 
I wound up playing that one way more than I was playing Tiny Tina's Borderlands. And it's probably because there's a collectible thing that I'm, I'm kind of not stuck on, but I'm going to be obsessed about mm. because of who I am. Um, part of the game is that because there's souls kind of freed out in the city, you got to collect them all, right? Well, I found out, Ed, there's a trophy if you collect them all. Guess how many souls there are, Ed? I'll never guess, but I'm going to take a guess. Here we go. Ready? Uh-huh. A thousand. And I'm going to tell you, this makes the Riddler trophy thing is like a walk in the park. Ready, Ed? Yeah. 240,300 souls. (laughs) Fuck what? 240,300 souls. That's almost, that's a little more than a quarter of a million souls. Holy smokes. Now, in all fairness, it's not like one here, one there, one here. You have to get like this little thing that captures the soul. Like you suck them into like this little paper doll type thing. Nah. And it's not just, okay, you got one. It's like when you do it, it could be anywhere from like 100 or like uh, 150, maybe like 70. Like it, There's like a random number, I think. Right. But they're planted all throughout the entire city. So you kind of walk up. Like every time I walk by, I suck one up. Like, oh, yay. I think I'm at like 30, maybe 40,000 at this point. And I'm like, and they want you to, in order to get the trophy, you have to collect them all before you go to the final mission. You know, I'm like, okay, (laughs) here we go. But then it becomes like, well, there's souls up on that building. How the fuck am I supposed to get up there? Oh, there's this little thing that I can grapple onto. And it's like, yay. But there's a part where I can... (laughs) to grapple over here. Right. Swing across Uh here. Yep. Glide across <laughs> two buildings, then jump at the at the like possible. It's only a one mo like split second jump moment. Then you have to do like uh-huh. a backwards flip to get there, <laughs> and you have to grapple on and hold on, and then suck them in. You're 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 not you're not wrong there. Right? There is like a lot of like oh, I have to tra- traverse over here, jump over here, <laughs> glide because you can glide because you're like a, a, a corporeal form, so you're kind of like. But the max you can glide is like five seconds before you fall. Right. Not to your death, but you just fall. And I'm like, okay, well, I haven't gotten to the five-second part. I'm like, well, maybe I should do that. Like, get there. But then there's also a moment where you can – there is this creature, like in, in Japanese lore, that you can – that kind of hangs up in the sky that I can grapple onto, zip myself up onto that spot. Well, apparently, if I can level that up a little higher, where I grapple, one will automatically appear. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I need to work on that while I'm like searching around the city because I I don't know if I can actually get over there. But if I can get over there, if I'm high enough, I can jump from there, glide this way, and it's like... It's like that's, it's like fuck you, Joker. That's that's the whole time. Every time you get the Joker trophy, you right, the Riddler trophies. Shit. I'm like, ooh, yeah, the Riddler trophies. That's like fuck you, Riddler, because it's like, four hundred of them in, in uh, the city. And I'm like, they were just trading me for this one, Ed. It was just cakewalk, cakewalk compared to this one. That's pretty much what I've been up to. I mean, we're with video games. We will have I will have another video game review next week, but and that's for this new release. So, Ed. That's me saying, what's coming out this week on video and ga- uh, movies and video games? I heard that. I fought it. <laughs> Watch out. It's going to probably be stinky. Oh, I can't smell anything, so sorry. I apologize. My my indoor allergies are kicking in. I wish I had indoor allergies at this point. All right. Uh, actually, the first of the week is uh, Death in the Nile. It's coming. Really? Out <laughs> so if you want it digitally or... or uh, 
Or, or, uh, Grab a physical copy? Physically, yes. <laughs> okay, here he comes. <laughs> it just wafted by its nose. <laughs> it, just, it just, it was a quiet, it just kind of tickle, 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 tickle. Stop it. <laughs> no, stop, stop. He, 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 he. And all of a sudden, whoosh, up the nostril. You're like, oh. <laughs> uh, the new Scream movie's coming out this week as well. Okay. So that's the, the next one on the list. Um, and then, you ever have, got to figure out why, why hold on a sec, kids. <laughs> now there's another movie here that I'm not sure why I put it on here. What is it? It's called Let It Ride. And it's made in 1989. Oh, Richard Dreyfus. This is uh, the gambling movie. Yes, <laughs> where he's a gambler and horseback racing. Yeah, Jay Trotter wanted to lifetime to wait. Jay Trotter has waited a lifetime for this day. He got up, got a hot tip on a horse, and everybody thinks he's ready for the glue factory. Okay, it was the, the like. Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh my God, yes. I remember this movie. That's why I think I put it on this list. I'm I like, think oh. I saw that movie too, and I don't remember ever liking it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching it going, okay, I watched it. I, I That's how I knew. I was like, I remember he was, it, was like a lo- it was like a long shot. He bet on it. And everyone was surprised that he bet on that. They were making fun of him the entire time. He's like, no, I got it a hot tip. Hot tip, everyone. Hot tip. Oh, yeah. It was, it's, it's a whole like situation right. comedy where he's trying to get to the betting window. and Right. To place his bet on this hot tip that he has. And it takes almost, it takes almost the entire movie for him to get that bet. <laughs> and <laughs> I think he loses. Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, next we have is uh, well if if you don't have the original Scream movie for some uh-huh. reason and you want the here new comes Scream, a five pack you, no just a two pack actually uh, the original versus the new so really yes yeah, so that you can you can see the two wow, Scream two pack bastards yes so eventually we'll get the full the full, full the full the full Scream yeah full Scream <laughs> right now you just got that <laughs> um, Soap Dish is getting a release on Blu Ray. So, uh, any soap dish fans out there? Oh, <laughs> after you get done that, I got, I got a movie trailer review. Okay. Uh, Ultra 7X, the complete series. This is an Ultraman. Very, we, oh, we, we were just talking, talking about, about last week. week. So, <laughs> I, I, it's like, oh, well, nice there. timing, Sean. <laughs> then we have Superior 8 uh, Ultraman Brothers is also coming oh, out, too, as well. Okay. So, you have those two. Uh, Doctor Who, Tom Baker, the complete six seasons. So, uh, any oh. Tom Baker, uh, Doctor Who fans are out there. And then this Actually, one, the complete sixth season. Yes. How many seasons did he do? I think he did seven. <sighs> yeah, he was the longest running doctor. Right, I think, that's the first. That's the first doctor I was introduced to because I remember his hair, his hat, and his scarf, and the shitty looking dialects. <laughs> <laughs> then when I was like, I'll never be able to watch this show. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him as the doctor. I mean, I, I did. I did not. And, uh, for the record, it's not that I didn't hate him. I just looked at that show as a kid, and I was like, oh, "That looks really fucking cheap." I don't think I want to. <laughs> well, that's watch the thing. That. Like, like you, you, and it's supposed to be smart. And I was not really a smart child. It was like a, oh, the special effects are kind of wonky. And as a as a kid who's like all into like Star Wars and stuff, you're going, "Yeah, this is coming." Oh, this is kind of cool. It's on built. It's on BBC. So it's, it's not on BBC. It's on PBS. Right. You're like, oh, so it's the Smart Channel. Well, so- <laughs> to, to me, to me, that was like because because you figure we had like four channels, five channels back in the day. Right. And it was like to see that on PBS is such a bizarre show because it was the most bizarre thing. Oh yeah, it was thing. So you go <clears throat> and it's it's like the the other things. Oh. Because- <laughs> That's right. It reminds me. Oh no. So we got fell into a rabbit hole because we were start talking about uh, 
Sean was talking about. Uh, sorry, Sean. Sean <laughs> was talking about Spanguli, and apparently, that last half hour, there is this puppet that's like the last half hour because it now goes from like eight to ten thirty, and like ten thirty to eleven's Batman. So you only get one okay, you okay, 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 okay. On MeTV, and so you know, people in the United States know who MeTV is. So. He was talking about this puppet, and he's like, "It looks like public access." And it, like, you know, like also, like you hear some words, and right? It, like, right. Some, all of a sudden, something hits you. Some, like, I'm, what? What? So, so deep and uh, deep, deep, deep in the back of your head, something came out from the back of right. my head. <laughs> the deep, deep, darkest crevices. Little Ed just sitting there, all of a sudden, shoot. <laughs> the Uncle Floyd show. I think it was on Channel Twenty Three. Was like oh. a New Jersey station because they were. He was in New Jersey and New York. Okay, and. Uncle Floyd was the most bizarre show. It was like public access at the time. Okay, and he apparently ran to like ninety two. He's like from the seventies. I think I heard um, Walt Flatigan talk about Doctor uh, Floyd. Uh, Uncle th- Floyd. Uncle Floyd. Because I, th- yeah. I think he watched it as a kid. Yeah. So and it was. It's one of those shows. It's a bizarre show because he would. It would. It would be in like this weird looking clubhouse type of thing. You'd have a piano. He'd play music. Right. Sing. But he have he would have uh, people on. He had the Ramones on one time. Really. This is like you know because right. they were trying to start out. They right. were Trying to get like airplay and TV oh, sure. and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fire the hole. What this, did you What did you have for Burger, Burger King? King. I had I had we got I had two double cheeseburgers, but I had onion rings. Ah, uh, medium size onion rings though, so it should it should last too long. <laughs> I smell fried onion. Actually, my friend, I smell onion rings. <laughs> anyway, I'm farting it. Just picture a guy with two fists, and you're just standing there, and he just goes bam. That's what it's like. If my ass was a Pokemon, it'd be Machamp. Ding, ding. All right. I hear no bell. Uh, yeah. So, so now for like for like an hour. Now we're watching all because it's on YouTube. So you can look right, up course. Uncle Floyd on YouTube. Uh-huh. So it's not like you, you can't know. Who so he you is would or... sit by and that a well of Uncle Floyd videos. <laughs> yes. uh, and, and it was and again. It's one of those. Uncle bizarre... Floyd, by the way, was also a restaurant for child pornography. Was he? No, he wasn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? It, that does kind of make sense when I was watching. <laughs> hey, it's me, Uncle Floyd. Let me send you a dingo. Dingo, dingo, dingo. Dingo, dingo, He was kind of like a uh, howdy doody. Remember, remember right. that thing? And then there was a puppet and all they right. would have in that show because you'd see episodes of it like, right. flashbacks or whatever. <laughs> but like... They, they, he had a, he had a puppet. It was very like you tell bad jokes with it, you know. Right. It was about New York and stuff like that, New right. New Jersey. Okay, and it, to, to them it was funny, you know, and it, and it was it was just so badly done. And you and you, you just play these songs, and it was just like in the middle of it, he would stop because the the guy behind the producer would be like, or the director would be like, doing this like a square like thing, and he goes, and he's like, and he stops, and he goes, what is this? And he's doing the square, you know, symbol, right. and he goes, what are you doing? Like like what is that? Are, are, are you happy with the shot? It's like what do I care? I'm playing the fucking piano like, like, I think. and then he goes back into the song and he finishes it and you're going and, and like that made it to air like that was that's the kind of shit 
that you watch and it was like the uncle floyd show and it was so bizarre but apparently it made it to the 90s and he does like video things on youtube right. now like he's still he's still he's still, he's still working he's still working yeah. floyd's still working all right yeah. good for him <laughs> it does say it, it just it just brought down that that well right like, you know like it stopped so anyway uh speaking of doctor who we're going back there was a doctor who galaxy four is coming out on blu-ray so i have no idea what it is it's i think it's the, the original one of the original doctors uh the first one okay uh, like a movie type thing. So that is it for uh, movies and television. Let us all move on to video games. Of course, I think the big video game of the week is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker yes. Saga, developed by TT Games and published by Warner Brothers Interactive for the PS4, Get PS5, wait. Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC. That's coming out Tuesday, April 5th. I am off that day, Ed, and it was most of my games usually get released on a Friday. Mm. Was this one's on a Tuesday. I'm off on Tuesdays. I told my wife, I'm driving her to work, and I'm keeping the car for the day. She's like, why? And I'm like, so I can go to work, pick up my game, come home, and play it. She's like, really? You want to play the battle? I've been waiting three fucking years for this goddamn game, and it's the deluxe edition. You sure as shit know, because I want that little Luke Skywalker with the blue milk fa- figure. Fuck yeah, I'm taking a day. I'm I'm taking you to work. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, yeah, baby, on your way home, can you bring it home? And then risk the fact that you might forget it. And then I'm like, no way, Missy. I'm driving you to work. My store's going to open up. I might even go like, oh, the register's open. I'm already paid out. Ring me out, bitch. I'm going home. (laughs) 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 All right. So what else is coming out? Uh, MLB The Show 22 is uh, coming out. Developed by Sony Interactive Entertainment, San Diego Studio. And published by PlayStation Studios for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and Switch, and that's coming out so it's out on Tuesday. Yep, you want to see something weird? Go look at an Xbox package with the with PlayStation written on it. <laughs> now Sony's gonna have that. Now Switch's gonna have that same honor. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we have uh, Krongo Cross the. Radical Dreamers Edition. Okay. Developed and published by Square Enix for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Thursday, April 7th. Wow. Then we have Godfall Ultimate Edition, developed by Gearbox Software and published by Epic Games for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, and PC for Thursday, April 7th. What what, what, what do you mean? Why am I grumpy about it? Because Godfall was a, 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 we call it a... Launch title for the PS5. Didn't really didn't do well. So then recently they made it a free-to-play game on when you're a PlayStation 5 member, like the PlayStation Plus membership. Mm-hmm. However, they didn't give you a full version of the game. They gave you like a, a stripped-down version of the game rather than uh, the full game. So people were complaining about it. Now you're like, oh, well, you know what? Here's a game that no one really likes anymore, but we're going to do like an ultimate edition for you guys. It's like, no. You can't, can we get that for free, fuckers? It's the only time I'm really mad at Sony, but here's what it is. Okay. <laughs> hey, what else? Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter is developed by Frogwares oh. and published by Big Ben Interactive for the Switch, and that's coming out Thursday, April 7th. I guess, you know, I've seen it digitally a lot, so maybe it's finally made it big enough to make it put on disc. All right. There you go. Slipstream is coming out, developed by Ansdor Anz- Games and published by Bitworks for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, and Switch, and that's coming out Thursday, April 7th. And finally, the House of the Dead remake, developed and published by Forever Entertainment for the Switch, coming out Thursday. And there you go, kids. Yeah, all right. 
Tune in next week for Sean's review of Lego Star Wars, <laughs> the Skywalker saga. The question is uh, on everyone's mind is like, where do you start? <laughs> because it's like it's supposed to be like all nine movies. Um, if you have the deluxe edition, it comes with the season pass. The season pass basically is Mandalorian content, uh, the solo content, and Rogue One content. So it's kind of really does encompass just about everything. Uh, but do you start with episode one and then go all the way through to episode nine, or do you do you know the old four, five, and six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine? I vowed I'm going to start with one. Okay, I'm going to do chronological order. I'm going to have fun. Apparently, it's like 23 different worlds you can go visit, but you can fly through. Sp- I mean, they looks what they did looks incredible. Like you can fly through space, and all of a sudden, here comes a space. Excuse me, a star destroyer just flies up out of nowhere. You can start attacking it if you want to. Like go, I was like, well, there was like space battles, and then when you're when you're like third, when you're like, uh, running around, you get into the shooting mode. The camera will pan down, so all of a sudden it becomes like a third person shooter. I'm like, look at you. I mean, like they. I figure, I guess they figure if this is the last one we're doing to Star Wars, let's go all out. Mm-hmm. Like three hundred plus characters for you to collect. Wow. I'm like, wow, that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Again, that's like, well, Sean, it comes out Tuesday. You plan on taking off work. Don't forget, you got Ghostwire Tokyo. You got, you know, half a quarter billion, quarter billion dollar souls to save. Uh, they, they can wait. <laughs> they waited this long. Uh, so. Yeah, it's, it's one city. It's Tokyo. I got a fucking galaxy to, you know, win. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. Was that it? That is it for releases. Yes. So we okay. can move on to the news, sir. All right. Well, not a lot happened this week. <laughs> I mean, two things really happened this week. Two, 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 two things. Two things. Two things that if you're living under a rock, it, what's okay? Sidebar. <sighs> Those faithful listeners know that after we get done a show, Ed and I kind of talk about the show a little afterwards. Like that was good. That was kind of funny. I thought last week's show was really good. However, most recently, we've kind of, I've been kind of struggling to find really decent articles. Yeah. Not a lot's been going on, really. You know, whatever, for whatever reason. But all of a sudden, the internet gods fucking deliver us. Yeah. I get home, right? I, without letting, Stacy's like, have you been on Facebook yet? I'm like, why would I be, why would I be on Facebook? I just got back from Ed. She's like, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock on live on TV. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. She's like, no, really, it's everywhere. And I'm like, let me see. And I watch it. Have you I guess I saw I saw the clip on YouTube. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch. I also watched the memory memory the m- memoriam memoriam. Thank you. All right. I, those are the two things I watched on YouTube. Okay. And that was it. So so I I you know thing and of course like the week has been nothing but Will Smith <clears throat> slapping Chris the Rock. slap heard across the world. Apparently, there was Sipa was telling me there were memes. Within two hours. Oh yeah! After it I, happened, the like I I'll be honest, I can't get enough. Stacy, she's over. She's like, I'm done. I'm like, no, you don't understand. There's some comic gold in those memes, like comic gold. Yeah. <sighs> so let's get into it, Ed. Okay. Let, you know, do you want to start there, or do you want to start with? I'm going to start with. A, uh, we're going to ease into this. I talked about Moon Knight, right? Yeah. For the people who are really paying attention, there is a, um, a a little Easter egg that you need. It's um, what do you call it? Uh, if you watch the episode, there's a shot where Stephen uh, I, I, Oscar Isaac's character is walking through the museum. 
He walks past the wall, and on that wall is a QR code. Okay. okay? If you scan that Q, if you pause it just right and scan that QR code, it it's a fucking Easter egg, Ed. Really? Yes. It is. Um, <clears throat> we call it. Da, da, da. It's. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Just it to the, um, the QR code that appears in Stephen Grant's museum, and everyone's like, "This Moon Knight QR code has a surprise." It opens a free digital edition of Moon Knight's very first appearance in Marvel Comics back in 1975 in Werewolf by Night number 32. Wow. So there's the uh, thing. It's a little werewolf. It's a little cover. It's like, oh, you having a chance against Moon Knight Monster? For the harder you fight, the quicker you die. Can even a werewolf battle a man clad in solid silver and survive? Werewolf by Night. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I, you know, just pause. And like, oh, we get to see the first ever. I, I just thought it was cute. Yeah, that's neat. That is a neat you idea. Know? I mean, especially, especially people like, like, because like most of the time they're going to watch this show, show and go, I'll have to research it. And then they'll, they'll basically just get the gist from like Wikipedia or, you know, uh, uh, you know, different sites or whatever that you're going to, you know, find it, you know, articles or whatever. Right. And that's it. Like, that's how you're going to get your knowledge basically from it. But it's good to see that actually they're going to give you something like, right. Here's hey, their- here's, here's an origin. Not an origin story, but definitely the first time you see him. So yeah. maybe you get to know a little something about him. Um, okay. So that's cute and all. Mm-hmm. Serious shit. Apparently, E3 2022 is completely canceled this year. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Thank God. I mean, I thought you were kidding me about there wasn't much happening this week. <clears throat> I mean, because <laughs> I'm like, she was just, it's like, it's like fucking Chicken Little. The fucking sky is falling. And I'm running around like, oh my God, this happened. And this happened. And, like, and I feel yeah. like R2D2 or C3PO, when all those, when those morons were coming, he's like, go away, shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> Because there's too much shit out. And I'm just R2D2 just rolling through while laser beams are just bouncing around going, oh, what? I don't, what? Dude, chill, man. Just chill. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, so apparently, uh, because of COVID-19, the last couple of cons and real big moments in, in like, I guess, marketing have been canceled. Mm-hmm. No, no, San Diego Comic Con, no New York Comic Con. E three was basically the showcase. It was uh, Electric Entertainment and something. It's what do you call it? Uh, what's the E three called? I always forget. It's something. Uh, fuck yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? After previously canceling its in person E three twenty twenty event, the ESA has now informed its partners. There will be no digital event equivalent this year, meaning E3 2022 has officially been fully canceled. Last year, they were like, you know what? Because we're not meeting, let's do some showcases. We'll have the people, all the video packages that we were going to show, we'll just have that instead. Mm-hmm. Maybe some uh, meetings, some Zoom meetings or whatnot. Ooh, everybody's going to have a lot of fun. And I'll be honest, I didn't give a shit about it. Give me the fucking trailers. Um, you know, tell me what games are coming out. Give me release dates. And, you're gonna get what holiday 2022 right, right now you're getting holiday 22 like normally during this time normally it's june it's like okay well i have people coming at my job going hey so i heard this announcement of a game what is it going to be what's, what's the release date i'm like well i don't know let me take a look 
There is no official release date yet. However, E3 is right around the corner. They usually have to make some announcements then. Like, who knows? Like, maybe we'll, if we'll know, like, God of War Ragnarok, for, so to speak. Yeah. As a good example. When's that coming out? I see they made that announcement. Or Breath of the Wild 2. When they're gonna, like, I don't really know. There's no official release date. E3 is right around the corner. They'll probably, if they're a game like that, big spectacle. So they'll probably have an E3. Right. right? Fuck you, E3. They're just like, no, we're not. We're done. No, we're not doing. We're not doing physical. Which you're going. Okay, fine. I get it. We're still in that. Is the pandemic over? Is it not over? People are still kind of t- timid about going and doing things. So pulling back on a live event, I I get that. But to, to pull away from the digital part too, it seems a little like oh. Well, it's 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 whether where they realize they're. I think they're spending more money on this than they they need to. And they don't want to, and then that's the that's the thing, because it's like 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 you said, like like for them to have the live event, you had all these people going in, and and I mean they're they're making money off it. I can't you can't say they're not right because they're you're you're buying tickets, and the some of the tickets were dick ridiculous. Because I actually looked into it because I'm thinking we we can get in, and I'm thinking <laughs> and then I was like having the balls to go and say oh we get press passes, right, you know like right. I'm like, I'm like well, uh, let's get press passes. We go to E3, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. Here's but, my pass. Shove it. <laughs> so it's like it's like ridiculous, and it's like, and you're going, and you're going really like these, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, if a news news groups that make good money can, right. you know, they'll they can like flip it like it's nothing, and then they go okay. Like us, we're not we're not gonna we don't have that kind of budget because we have a zero budget. We have a zero budget. In <laughs> fact, I think I owe Ed money. <laughs> <laughs> we're in, we're in the bl- in the bl- red. We're in the red. We're, we're, we're in the, the black. Red. <laughs> not black. Red. Um, but anyway, uh, so so to me, it was just like when they canceled the live, I was like, well, that's got to hurt. Right. But like they're going to stream it on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. Right. There'll be sponsorships. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I mean, like, and most, most of those video game companies, they want to spotlight their shit because they're sure. like, cause they need they need that moment. And I think the hardest part of this is the fact is that you're not seeing gameplay. You're just seeing trailers. Right. And it's like you, you go, oh, this is gorgeous. But it's like, is this what we're going to get? Or is this is this just the the beautified version of it? Right. You know, and and you right. you, you panic about it, and you go and you know, and so now you're because it's like there was a game that I don't even know it came out it was like last year I think it was we were watching it. And it was about a cat in a in a robotic world. Remember that one? I remember that one. And, like that's the one to me that stand out the most out of all of it. And I'm thinking, I would love to play that game, and I still haven't seen that come out. <laughs> and I, I don't even fucking remember that game. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Like I don't remember the name it's of the game. You it's played like, as a cat. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Fuck shit. Right, so, was... so, so to me, it was like you know you you like 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 that's what we would have gotten this year. We've gotten trailer video game where you play as a cat. <laughs> It's searching. It's searching. It's searching. Stray. It's called Stray, Ed. Stray. Here you go. All right. Stray is an upcoming adventure game developed by Blue 12 Studios and published by Edna Perona Interactive, formerly known as HK Project. The game is scheduled for release early 2022 for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Initial release date, 2022. It's 2022. And it's early 2022. We're almost (laughs) in the middle of 2022. (laughs) Just say uh, we're fast early. <laughs> if if only there was a way we could find out more about this game. I don't know. Let's say an entertainment expo. Because <laughs> yeah. like I said, I saw the trailer. That was to me out of all the trailers I saw. Because everything else was kind of like eh. 
right, or, right. or like, oh, that looks good, but I've seen that because it's the sequel to this game, or right. you know, see so that like we were getting a lot of sequels and stuff, and you're going, okay, and that was like to me like the like a new game. And I'm like, ooh, because that was I think the same year. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that one you were playing that was really good? The the samurai one. It wasn't Ghost of Tsushima, was it? Where uh, the one with the with the the he was a he had the t- k- katana and he had the the. The, the diamond hat, or you know, not the diamond hat. Oh, the, uh, Sekiro? Sekiro. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I touched that. No, no. Wasn't, no, that wasn't it then. You're, the, you're thinking Ghost of Tsushima. I'm thinking Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Okay. Because that was the one, like you said, was like unbelievable. You bought oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it was like gorgeous and stuff like that. That was the same year that game came out. So that and the cat were the two ones that <laughs> right. stood out. That the Ghost of Tsushima <coughs> came out and was a right. success, and we still haven't seen Stray yet. I'm right. like, I'm like, where's my Stray? I'm like, right. <laughs> I don't know what it's like living in a cat on the streets in a robotic world, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a cyberpunk world, and that, you know, and it's just you, you. So like stuff like that, you you wonder like, are we, what games are we going to get? And that's the thing, like they're right. not going to give you release dates. And at least when you would with like some of those things, you got gameplay, so it was good that way. I mean, I love the year that you know when Battlefront Two came out, and you know how horrible that right. was. And then the the company that made Battlefront Two had apologized, and you can see how they were pissing right. their pants in the stage. That's a shit I want. Like I want that kind of stuff. When Sony had to come out years ago when they got hacked, and they you know they uh-huh. apologized to everybody, and the guy you know the head of Sony came out and apologized because he knew like they fucked up, and it's like you know, but he. He, you know, he basically rallied everybody back into Sony's camp again. Right. You know, that's the kind of stuff that you you want to see at E3. You know, and that's the that's the more important stuff. Like, yeah, give me game trailers. Yeah, I want to see the trailers because I'm I'm curious. Like, is this going to turn? But I also my... want to see the trade wrecks. Right. Exactly. Like, I kind of want to see like when when uh, Xbox One was announced and how they had this big thing and it just bombed. I remember watching it going. This is a horrible release. And the guy thing. said, "If oh, if you want discs, you can buy right. it." It's Xbox like, oh, 360. you had to, you had to be on, you had to be on the internet all the time. You needed the connect system. You needed to be online all the time to get updates and all that stuff. And the guy was like, looks at the the presenter. Is like, well, yeah, but what about the people who are in the armed forces who don't have an internet connection? He's like, well, we got something for you. It's called the Xbox 360. I was like, you fuckers! Oh my god! Like, really? Like. Wow, that kind of narrowed down which, which side out, which camp I'm in. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Sony came out after the fact. Right. They, they probably might watch it and go, <laughs> right. watch this, kid. Right, because you know? to share a game, you needed to have like a friends list. And then that friends had to be okay to watch, you know, to participate in it. To be able to borrow that game, you had to kind of like transfer like ownership. To, it was so convoluted and Sony came out and was like oh you want to trade with your friends this is how you do it hey friend how you doing want to trade my game you want to play my game here you go (laughs) (laughs) it was like ouch (laughs) brutal But that's but that's the shit we enjoy. Like that's that was a key three. I mean, I would have loved to be on the floors, like right. you know, and then playing the games because sure. you're you know, waiting in line for hours on just to play a game. Right here, here's ten minutes of God of War. Because oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I remember. I think it was the, one of the first ones my wife and I went to. It was Wizard World. Now it's changed. Now it's the Wizard World. But they had a Sony booth. Right, 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 and. God of War 2 was there. I'm playing God of War, and I'm like, shit myself playing this game. Right. It's like, I played God of War 1, and I finished it, and I was like, one of the few games that I finished. Right. You know, like I think. And I'm like, and I, and I have. I've like, I've, I've bought every, the only game, God of War, I haven't finished is the new one, the latest one yet. I haven't 
finished that one yet. I'm at site, so I keep like circling around, like setting it up so I can play it again. Right. And I, I will. I'm going to go back and finish. I promise, because the ending's really good, though. Just to let you know. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I was never disappointed with any of the endings for those for any of the games that I got. And like, cause I even played the PSP one, <laughs> right. which wasn't that good, but I played it, you know. But that's the thing. Like, it was. No, actually, it was good. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting. Uh, it's falling down a rabbit hole. Everyone's like, we all started off with the Will Smith slap. Now we're talking about video games. All right, well, we'll, we'll ride with you. <laughs> we'll get back there, folks. Trust us. <laughs> we'll circle around right. eventually. We'll get there. You're good hands. Don't worry, I won't lead you astray. So to me, E three E three being canceled is huge news. It's just like I'm like, oh my god, right? Like, like how how are gamers going to survive? I mean, especially now that I was excited that because G four is back. I mean, it's and it, right. It seemed to be like, oh my god, G four is made to do these kind of things because because that's the thing. Like, and then they're like, yeah, the G four is back. Fuck you, we're we're, we're out. <laughs> Peace out, bro. And G four is probably sitting there going, well, now what do we do? <laughs> Because <laughs> me, that was to me. E three watching it on G four, right, was the best because right. they they gave it to you in doses. They 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 did like three hours, uh, yeah. or four hours of it, and then they replay it right, right afterwards. So it's like they would record it and pretty much put it right like, back. Hey, on. this is what's going on this weekend. So, E three, we're gonna and we're gonna be there for everything. It's like, oh my god, this is awesome. This is great. And now they're like, chirp, 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 <laughs> nothing. Because that's the thing. Like that's what I was excited for. I'm like, I'm thinking, well, at least with with with. Uh, Thing I can always on demand it or whatever, go through G four, right. you know, like I can find it somewhere and get it and, and get my hands on it. Nope. 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 Yeah, apparently I was reading the article and basically they just said we're just gonna regroup and we're gonna you know, pause for a year and we're gonna come back in twenty twenty three even better than ever, folks. <laughs> That's no real excuse. I mean the typical excuse is like lack of viewership from last time, lack of interest because of, you know, whatever reason because of COVID and no one wants to sit at home. I don't it's it's a mess. Um, so to circle back to Ed's like me going, there's nothing like we'll do one more article before we even talk about the Bruce before the the Will Smith stuff. It's about Bruce Willis. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Bruce Willis uh, apparently is stepping away from acting uh, because of a aphasia diagnosis. Okay. Now, if we go back a little bit. Stacy gave me one of those like ultimate movie tests. Like, what's your favorite ultimate movie of all time? And it wound up being Die Hard, believe it or not. So okay. she went. So I guess you would say that Bruce Willis is your favorite action star. And I was like, I guess by default, sure, based upon the rules of this game, I guess he would be. I've always been a fan of Bruce Willis. Back even on TV with Moonlighting, big huge fan. Mm-hmm fan of all his most of his movies and i say most because i felt like we talked about it on the show once that it just seemed to be he's just pumping out movies like one after another but it's direct to video direct to video direct to video there's mm-hmm. nothing really like coming to theaters like looper might have been like one of the last ones i might have seen him in the theaters with the exception of glass let's uh, glass is probably the last movie that was in theaters that i would have wanted to see with bruce willis in it, but it's a trilogy thing so right. you kind of feel like you kind of have to right um so but outside of that i'm like hey look bruce willis has started a movie with megan fox like <laughs> i mean she's got her own career whatever but she her her star kind of faded after she gets fired from terminator terminator transformers 3 hmm. 
Doesn't do a lot. I'm not saying she's a horrible actress. She's a mediocre actress. But they're going to have, like, Bruce Willis. Like, what? And not only that, but now Machine Gun Kelly's also in those movies with, with Megan Fox. I'm saying, Bruce Willis is sharing the screen with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> like, Bruce. <laughs> like, come That's on, what man. Happened, man. And, and a lot of times when I've ever seen him on, like, a poster of a movie that's direct-to-video, I'm always going... He's probably filling some sort of contract. He's always in it for me like 10 minutes. He's the guy who sets up something and then shows up at the end. You know, like, while your hero does his thing. It's like, he's in a movie with Henry Cavill. Kind of. Right. Like, he's in it briefly, and then he kind of goes away and comes back. You're right. like, all right. I mean, I guess that's his, that's his thing. You know, I guess that's his thing now. Go ahead. Go do your thing, right? But it just made me feel like, well, that kind of sucks. Like, what's, what's the big... I was waiting for like Die Hard Six, you know, like <laughs> he's got one more in him. Just yeah. come on, one more, and then this happens. And basically, um, the story goes: uh, Bruce Willis's family has announced the actor is retiring from the profession after being diagnosed with aphasia, which is a language disorder, <clears throat> excuse me, caused by brain damage that affects a person's ability to communicate. Willis's family's members posted a joint statement in social social media announcing the actor's retirement. Uh, this is a quote <clears throat> to Bruce's amazing supporters as, as a family. We wanted to share our, that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is a which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from his career that has meant so much to him. This is a really challenging time for our family. We are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. We're moving through this as a stronger family union. We wanted to bring his fans in because we know how much he means to you as you too to him. As Bruce always says, live it up, and together we plan to do just that. <clears throat> Obviously, this is from Variety, so they reached out to Bruce Willis's representative for further comment, but the team has no additional statement to provide at this time other than his family uh, family's words below. Uh, Willis's acting career started in the late 80s. They go through his, all, his whole sh- spiel. Um... It's, you know, it's basically, it's, you know, the statement was with from Emma, De- Demi, Rumor, Scott, Scout, Tallulah. It's basically everybody. Mm. Um, it's a shame to see something like that happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that, no, it's a symptom. It's not an actual thing. It's a symptom of something else bigger. People are like, okay, well, brain damage. Brain damage can cause from a stroke. You know, maybe he got hurt on set and it, you know, like, it's like getting punch drunk almost. Like, right. you know, like maybe he, you know, he got hit one too many times in the face or something like that. I don't think that's the case, but <clears throat> who knows? I mean, they don't really, it's out of respect, no one's really diving deep into it. You just kind of go, fuck. Right. Like, it's <clears throat> it's one of those things for me. It's it's the the moral shell that we live in. And it's like, okay, and you and I are starting to get to that point now where, Hey, all the people that we looked up to are gonna are, are starting to go. Right, they're just going. Even even celebrities that you kind of like, I watch shows of are going and dying, <clears throat> and you're going, man, this is starting to suck. Like this is right. Really like I didn't, I didn't see the, the memorial for the Oscars, but a part of me is like, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, that person died. Shit. Like, oh fuck. Like you, of course, you get the Betty Whites, you get the the big names, right? But then there's always that one or two actors that you go that kind of just slide under the radar because 
you know what they were maybe mentioned in a blurb or that they were mentioned and you kind of forgot because they weren't as big a star as some other thing, but they were still kind of like the glue that held something together for right, you. Right. Like I just found out not too long ago that this is going to sound weird. The guy who played Mindy's dad in Mork and Mindy passed away. Oh my God. And he was like in his eighties. I'm like, okay, that's a good, that's a, that's a nice long career right. and all. But I'm like, I, I, he was part of my childhood. Like, right. Fuck. Or uh, what's his face um, from Sesame Street passed away? The shit, the Spanish guy. Oh right, yes. Uh, he he ran the hardware store. Yes, he passed away, and I'm like, that guy's been doing that job forever. <laughs> like, how many kids know him? I forgot his name, which makes me feel like an asshole. But <laughs> like that guy, everyone knows. Huh? No, no, no. no. Before him, I'm like Louise. Oh, Louise, yes, yes. There you go. <laughs> Like, he passes away, you're like, oh, shit. Now, again, it's not a name I've, like, been like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, crying down the streets going, I can't believe Louise is dead, no! You just go, like, adios mio! Like, you know, like, like you just <laughs> run down the street grabbing a hold of people going, oh, my That's God. That's I can picture you right down the street, like, Louise, no! no! You know, <laughs> And you just kind of go like, oh my god! Like it just you start like those people are going, and you kind of go like, oh wow! I mean, I know it happens to everybody, but fuck! <laughs> like it just sucks, especially with someone like like you okay there, Ed? Yep. Yeah. Contact lens. Yep. <laughs> it's fiddling with his eye. I made him laugh so hard his contact lens fell out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did, Sean. Good job. <laughs> so when you see something like you know, like Bruce Willis is retiring you go oh i wonder if you're ever gonna like like see him again like or is this gonna be one of those things like i mean i don't know much about the the symptoms or anything like that because i'm i'm a guy and we don't fucking read things about that it's first time i've heard about it but i wonder if it's i'm hoping it's not like one of those things where you like you see everyone knows michael j fox Everyone knows what Michael J. Fox has got Parkinson's. So when you see him and him shaking and moving around and stuff like that, like when he was younger, he would do it. You would think it was just quirky and stuff. Mm. But then when you go, oh my God, that's part of the disease. And when you see him now, how he can't even sit still, you're like, oh, it's not, it's not Michael J. Fox I know. Right. Like it's like he's a shell of the person that you once admired or looked up to for whatever reason. Mm. Oh, you made a time machine out of DeLorean? <laughs> like, you know, Teen Wolf, for God's sakes. Right. You know, luckily he's still you know, alive and kicking, but you just go, yeah, but I would rather remember that Michael J. Fox than this Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, I, I respect him and I'm glad he's still doing his things, but at, there's some point you just kind of go, oh, I don't want to, like Sean Connery. Sean Connery had the de- decency to disappear. Right. Like, he was like, you know what, I'm done. The, the Jack Nicholson, too. He he admitted that he was having problems remembering his lines. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. Right. I've made my money. I've made my career. I've done everything I wanted to do. I'm out. Right. I'm gonna go with dignity because you don't want to have that like moment of that you know that person you're going. Oh, that's that's oh my god, that's him. Like shit. So I'm afraid like that's gonna happen to Bruce. Like we see Bruce going. That that's wait. That's not that's not Bruno. <laughs> like, come on, we'll give him a harmonica. Maybe she just needs good good music, and he'll like, come on, oh yeah, come on, let's give him that 
Moonlighting, but Bruce, come on, like, come on, you got this <laughs> in you. That's the same. Like I was, I was flipping through stations, and actually, like Bruce Will, one of Bruce Willis's songs came on. I think his only hit song that <laughs> right. came on, on the radio, and I started laughing hysterically. I'm like, oh, that's right, he was a singer. <laughs> he has a couple albums. I think I bought a couple of those. Cause I was, like I said, I'm a huge Bruce Willis fan. So in the '80s. Like, I mean, let's I, face I mean, it. <laughs> Would you like to swing on a star? Hudson Hawk. I love that movie. And there he's singing along in it. Like, <laughs> well, we got three minutes and 23 seconds to get this job done. What do you think? Sh- uh, swinging on a star? Perfect. Would you like to swing on a star? And carry moonbeams home in a jar. <laughs> Any better off than you are. Or would you rather be a pig? <laughs> you know, like, just, the song just sticks in my head. Or, um, well, I forget the one. Uh, shit. I wish you remembered the tune. Fuck that. See, Ed, now you got me going. <laughs> now he's going down. Now I'll go down a rabbit hole. Uh, but then, as you're looking that up. Bruce it's, Willis music. <laughs> Bruce Willis, like, because, I mean, Respect especially with Sean. Because, I mean, like, we every year we try and do the 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 Christmas. Uh, the Die Hard, so, right. The Die Hard trade meeting. And, I mean, and, uh, I mean, how many times we've talked about Bruce Willis. Right. Ad nauseum at some Right. Times, right. <laughs> and how much he loves Bruce Willis. Right. Yeah. So that kind of, I was like, a little part of me is like, you got to be kidding me. Like, really? It was, like, it was a shock when I saw the article. I think as I sent it to you, and I was just like, "I'm like, I'm like, I ho- I, I don't know if he saw this or yeah. not, but I gotta get it to him because this is huge news. This is as big as the Oscars. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or. Or, 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 my friend, hold on. Uh, Hold on. He was the spokesperson for Golden, Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers back in the 80s. Oh, my God. Okay, so hold on. I got (laughs) to. Oh, my God. Bruce Willis, Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers. (laughs) This is going to be terrible. Here you go. He's on the porch. And then. That's terrible. You know what's worse? You know what's worse, Ed? <laughs> no. It's the fact that I started drinking that because of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie once, Ed. I was like, Bruce Willis, the secret gold wine, because I'm not a beer drinker. So when my friends would drink again, teenage Sean should be drinking anyway. I do not condone underage drinking. But Ed, you know, can't tell you how many cases of secrets will wipe cooler I put away on my time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they make it anymore. But every time I think of Seagram's, I always go, Seagram's, Golden Wine Cooler, Seagram's, Golden Wine Cooler. <laughs> that's how that's how much I adored this dude. Like he did something like I Moonlighting to me is just pure works of genius. An hour of genius of Bruce Willis being funny and charismatic, Die Hard, the 
even Blind Date, his first movie, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like okay, not a great movie. Wait, they still making it? Ed? <laughs> oh no, no. When you, when you said Blind Date, that movie, I was like, oh my god. It was, it was. Yeah, bl- they do fucking sell. It. <laughs> I'm gonna buy myself a case. <laughs> Just get myself a case. I think I drink the peach one a lot. <laughs> I just, or maybe it was a, there was a purple one, I think. I just remember. There was a purple one. There was a purple one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I forget the flavor of that one. Purple. Purple. It's probably grape. Probably <laughs> grape. The point was that, is that while all my friends are drinking beers, like Coors, Budweiser, I never could stand the aftertaste of beer, so I needed something for myself. And I was like, well, I'll try the wacky stuff. I'll, I mean, I didn't do... I might have had a couple Zebas in my life. <laughs> she were going Zebas. What the fuck's that? You it, know was, what it, was, it was my generation's White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see White Claw, I'm like, oh, so it's Zeba. Zeba rebranded. <laughs> but back then, it'd be like, I needed something. I'm like, okay, well, leg coolers. It seemed to be like, all right. And I think the alcohol content was a little stronger than beer. I'm like, all right, I mean, and I like Seagram's ginger ale. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is, this seems to be the right drink for Sean. I'm going to get myself, every time I go to a party, I go to the beer distributor, act like dress appropriately to make sure I was age appropriate to buy alcohol at a beer distributor. They probably knew I was a kid. They just, you know, I looked, I looked old <laughs> They're like, for we, 17. We, we, we got to unload this crap. If this 70 right. year old punk wants to buy it, we got this kid it. coming in with a tie. <laughs> Fucking sell it to him. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for these Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler. Or you know where it's at, so you casually just walk them, grab you. Act. The secret is act like you belong there, Ed. Yes. Just act like you belong there. You go, oh, oh this must be what I want. Oh. Slide it across the counter. Shh. Here's my money, good sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. Walk out, go. Yes, I did it again. And the guy that kind of going, I, I don't fucking care. I got, I, just, I made twenty bucks off the kid. Well, that's great. You know, <laughs> somebody bought the crap, right? because it's part of the safe stock. That every week right. you, you were going, it's just one case right. less. It's one case less. It's, and we bought this one thing because we, you know, secrets bought it. We have this. We have the standee of Bruce Willis singing into the bottle like, like Seagram, go to my cooler, Seagram. Lean it in, sing it to the dog. Golden Wine Coolers. <laughs> Get my, my Ray-Ban sunglasses on because I didn't wear glasses back then. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Look at me. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm Bruce Willis-like. <laughs> Do bees bee? Do bears bear? <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but it doesn't make him a duck. <laughs> what? Gotta watch Moonlight, man. <laughs> Pop my collar, drink my Seagrams, put my sunglasses on, learn how to play the harmonica. <laughs> you didn't really do that, did you? Every once in a while, I would pick a harmonica. How can you not? I didn't try to learn to play. I had oh, a harmonica okay. layer. As a kid, I think every child has a harmonica at one point in their life. But to see a person that you like actually know how to play the harmonica, he was like one of the first, besides Billy Joel, that is. Right. But Billy Joel, to me, was a regular, real singer. Of course he's, but to see like Bruce Willis walking going, you know, playing harmonic, I'm going, 
I think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> if regular Bruce Willis, God, Bruce Willis White could like yeah. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, and you know what? He's from Jersey, but he, he hung out in Philly. Dude, man, I, he's all right by me. <laughs> then he, you know, I, I was like, oh, Bruce Willis is going to start in a movie. What's it called? Blind Date. It's got Kim Basinger. I like Kim Basinger. It's got John Larroquette. Oh, my God. I watch fucking Night Court. I love John Larroquette. This, Blake Edwards, I don't know who that is, but they're making a big deal about him being the director. I'm in. I think I saw it by myself, by the way. I think it was one of those two. I think he's the only one in the theater case. <laughs> I think I went to go see it by myself. I think it might have been one of the local movie theaters. Was I sick at the time? Like, I had mono at one point. I don't think I saw it during mono. You know, um, but I'm like sitting there going, yeah, I'm watching Bruce Willis on the big screen. Okay, that's kind of funny. I don't know. Was that funny? I'm like, I'm not like as a teenager. I'm not sure if what I'm watching is supposed to be funny or not because right. it's a movie and it's about blind date. Kim Basinger is supposed to be don't give her alcohol and she gets alcohol and she gets all wild and crazy. And Bruce Willis is supposed to be the straight lace guy kind of sort. And you're right. like, this isn't Seagrams. Go to my. It's not Bruce Willis. I know. <laughs> it's not David Addison. <laughs> and then you, you know, then then fast forward. The next thing he does is Die Hard, and you're going. That's the Bruce Willis I know, like right. like the uh, the reluctant hero kind of sassy mouth, like "Welcome to the party, pal." Like you know, <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to order a pizza? Right? You be like, "Hey, motherfucker, woohoo!" Like you know, you're like, "Yeah, right." You know, you're like uh, that's the guy I know, and that's the guy who you know. From that point on, I was like. He's all right. I mean, even to get him in G.I. Joe for at least a little bit. <laughs> He's the original Joe. <laughs> so needless to say, like seeing something article like that to see that he has to retire because of an illness, you're just going, fuck, man. I thought that man would live forever hanging from a, a fire hose on top of the Nakatomi Plaza. You know? And I'm like, or Kevin Smith will always bitch about him. Kevin Smith even actually came out and he was like, because they the two of them didn't get along during the filming of Cop Out. He's oh. like, look, I, in light of things, I feel kind of shitty that I made such a big deal out of pettiness. Well, it's the thing too. There's, a, there's, I don't know if you had that other article. The Razzies, I, yeah. The- uh huh. <laughs> I do have that article. Ed, uh, let's see. Razzies rescind Bruce Willis Worst Performer Award and the Shelley Duvall Shining nomination. <laughs> uh, they did two things at once. Yeah. Um. For those people who don't know, right around the Oscars time, there's they go, okay, this is for the best award, but then there's a company that started doing the Razzies, which are supposed to be like, these are the worst performances of the year. We're going to give them an award too. Now, no one ever shows up to pick up this award. It's a Holly Berry did one year. Oh, uh, really? For, for Catwoman, yes. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. There's a woman who she, embraces she, her shitty, right. the shittiness and was like, you know what? I earned this. I'm going to go in. Yeah. So, um,. The Golden Raspberry Awards, better known as the Razzies, have retracted a recent award highlighting the worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie in the wake of his family's announcement that he's been diagnosed with aphasia and is retiring from acting. Um, This is a quote. After much thought and consideration, the Razzies have made the decision to rescind the Razzies Award given to Bruce Willis due to his recently diagnosed di- disclosed diagnosis. This is from the Razzies co-founder John J.B. Wilson and Mo Morf- Murphy. Um, if someone's medical condition is a factor in the decision-making and or their performance, we acknowledge that it's not appropriate to give them a Razzie. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, he's doing, like, he might have been doing all these movies back to back to back to back. So he's got a stockpile to take care of his family. Hmm. Like he knew he was diagnosed with this and he's been just been punt- like just 
do it as cracking much as he out, can, yeah. cranking him out as much as he can, collecting every paycheck that he could, so that way he's going into retirement that his family's taken care of, which you got to kind of, like, good for him for at least thinking ahead like that. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe part of it was like, it's a job to him. And, you know, maybe this is son. I don't know. Uh, in addition, the Razzies revoked their 42-year-old nomination of Shelley Duvall for her performance in The Shining, citing extenuating circumstances and the director Stanley Kubrick's treatment of her throughout the production. Um, this Razzies, which have skewered poorly, uh, poorly received films and performances since 1980, by the way, dedicated an entire category to Willis this year, nominating eight films for worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ouch. Right. He got his own category. He got his own category. Damn. Because he puts so much stuff out that he can have his own. He He's the best and worst actor in, in like a, a hundred films. <laughs> but it makes it worse is the fact is that he put out eight <laughs> films. <in> right. <laughs> like, like, it's like, ow, how, 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 how much work? Are, like, when did you work? It well, was, the, the dubious top honor bestowed the day before the Oscars per Razzie's Customs went to the sci-fi action flick Cosmic Sid, which I believe is on Netflix right now. Uh, four days later, however, Willis's family disclosed that he's been diagnosed with aphasia, a condition caused by a damage in the specific part of the brain that controls language, expression, and comprehension. And that would be that he would be stepping away from acting. And that's a quote, air quotes, by the way. Uh, several filmmakers who have worked with Willis in the past few years also told the Los Angeles Times that they observed the actor struggling on set. As co-stars, collaborators, friends, and fans publicly voiced their support of Willis, the Razzie came under fire for their focus on him this year. Uh, Wilson and Murphy announced the revocation of Willis's award and Duvall's nomination in the statement provided to IndieWire. Uh, the Razzies did not immediately respond to EW's request for further comment. All right, and for those people who don't know, Shelley Duvall basically said that she was tortured the entire time she was doing The Shining. That Kubrick never let really let her sleep, constantly yelled at her. He would take like 50, 60 takes. Like really, he wanted his actors to be method. So if you were supposed to be tired on screen, he would work you till you were tired on mm. screen. If he wanted you to feel paranoid, he'd make you, he'd do things around the set to make you feel paranoid and act paranoid. And it's abuse is what it is, Ed. Yeah. And but uh, Cosmic Sin is on, on uh, Netflix. Netflix yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's see. I'm going to go to IMDb. Bruce still does have some stuff coming out because, you know, there's stuff in the can. Um, you know, I'm assuming they're not going to be hitting movie theaters anytime recent, anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's, let's be real. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, Bruce Willis is retired. What's his very last movie? Theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> the man has done 144 things. Wow. Okay. Just <laughs> eight um, of them were last year. <laughs> apparently, in 2022, he's going to have a movie. His chief, police chief, Alston, is called A Day to Die. Let's see. Tw- uh, and then Gasoline Alley, he plays Detective Bill Freeman. Um, let's see. He was in American Siege. Tier 2021. Okay. American Siege, Fortress. Deadlock, Apex, Survive the Game, Out of Death, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Cosmic Sin. Those were those were the, eight movies in one year. Uh, and then in 2020, it was Breach. Then he had Die Hard is back. That was a commercial for Die Hard batteries. 
uh, hard kill, survive the night, trauma center, 10 minutes gone, uh, between the two friends of the movie. <laughs> like, uh. he just, the Orville, apparently he was in an episode. I can't wait to see, was he? Grugan? I guess he was a voice. Um, he was in Lego Movie 2, the second part. Uh. He was himself, but Glass was in 2019. That was probably the last thing that I would say was in theaters with his face on a movie poster. All right. You know, uh, Motherless Brooklyn, which I think might have been maybe, I don't, it might have been right to Netflix, I think. That was a Ed Norton directing movie. Okay. Um, <clears throat> watch options. I just hit clock. Watch options. Prime video. It's on Prime video at the moment. Okay. Uh, but everything else, like here's 10 minutes gone, right? It's, him and Michael Chiklis. Huh. All right, that's who's second billing. I don't recognize anybody else in the in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, then Trauma Center. Uh, second billing is Bruce Willis. First, first billing is Nikki Whelan. Uh, but then third in line, Tito Ortiz. <laughs> okay. Now again, I'm not saying these are these are actors for sure. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> See, you, you can't do symbols like that on, <laughs> on internet. <laughs> uh, hard kill. It's uh, Bruce again. Is second fiddle to Jesse Metcalf. Wow. Right, and I'm like, okay, well, but the writers are Joe, uh, Joe Russo and Chris Lamont. So, like. I'm like, okay, so far, I'm like, I don't see anybody else. Like, okay. Um, Breach is, it looks like a sci-fi flick with him second lead next to Cody Curiously. Who? <laughs> I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you get you get Bruce Willis because you get his... Right. His, basically, you're cashing in his name. Right. And his, his, you get his face on a movie poster. You go, oh, Bruce Willis is in something? I'm going to watch that. I was watching Trauma Center ca- casually because my dad was watching it. I was eating dinner in the living room while he was watching it. Not a good movie. <laughs> Not a good movie by any chance. And I'm going to watch this going, thinking to myself, Bruce, did you lose a bet? Like... You're doing this for a friend, aren't you? Like you just, or you just trying to get out of the contract? Because in my head, you always have like an actor who signs contracts. It's like, okay, we, I promise I'll make three movies this year for right. Paramount or whatever. But I get to pick one of those, you know, scripts, and then a great script comes along, and they're like, well, we can't let you do that because you're in this contract for this one. So I'm just give me, give me two movies. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll take scale, boom, bang, boom. I'm out of my, I'm out of my contract. So now I can sign this contract to do this movie I really, really want. Yeah. I always thought people do that. Yeah, I, in my head, that's that's how I always visualized when you see Gone Fishing with Joe Pesci and and Danny Glover. Like, oh, they couldn't get to they could they didn't get a chance to do Die Hard Four <laughs> at the moment, so or Die Hard Five. So we have them under contract. <laughs> and Mel said no. Right, Mel's like I, I I'm busy doing the Patriot or something, you know, like. <laughs> And they're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? Um, well, we, they got the script. They, yeah, they, got me, they gave me this script that's really fucking stupid. It's like, it's let's just do it so we can get out of this contract. Like, you, there's no way. When you watch that movie, because I've seen that movie, there's no way you go, these guys took this movie seriously by no means. This looked like an obligation. 
<laughs> but that's the thing. Like sometimes, I, like you, th- you think that, but it's like, like I want to stretch from being like I always am a cop. Like, like you know, probably Glover's probably like I'm always a cop because I think he was wasn't he a cop in Terminator? Or, uh, uh, he was a cop in Predator too, too. Right? He was a cop, and the only time I've ever seen him not be a cop uh, was in a movie where he played a killer. Okay. Okay, and he was a serial killer. And I'm like, I don't traditionally. They're African American men are not serial killers. And he was being hunted by Dennis Quaid. And I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, it's a movie. <laughs> but that's his name. Like, like, you know, so he's like, he's like, I'm going to stretch in a comedy. Right. Like, I think I could do this. I, I, people think I'm funny in those Lethal Weapon movies when I'm playing in there. People are always chuckling. Look at me. I'm too over this shit. See, this man across the room chuckled. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a comedy. You know, Pesci's like, you know, like, they think I'm a murderer. <laughs> like, I'm they, a, think I'm, they think I'm crazy and I'm funny too. I'm funny too. I'm funny. I'm, I am a clown. I can be a clown. Look, let's do it. You yeah. and me. We're funny people. People don't know how funny we are. You know what? We should do a movie together to show how funny we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's done comedy, but it's just like you're going, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Right, and, and what do you call it? Uh, I'm looking here in the Cosmic Sin. Bruce is playing second fiddle to Frank Grillo. He's the guy who played uh, Crossbones in the Captain America movies. Uh, yeah. I can't, like, it's like, okay, well. Right. <laughs> just, I still can't believe he got right. category. So here, here's a comment. Uh, three out of ten. I think they spent all the budget on Bruce Wells and had nothing left for writing, props, actors, and more. <laughs> I recently noticed that Cosmic Sin recently made it to the IMDb's infamous bottom 100 list and has a pitiful score of only 2.5. So not only is, is it on the list, but it's way up the list at number 39. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Somebody's like, some 500 years ago in the future, mankind has spread into the cosmos on a faraway planet. Humans have encountered first contact. The alien presence affected people will turn to the marauding zombies. James Ford, played by Bruce Wills, is a disgraced military leader arguing for the doomsday Q-bomb. Like, all right. That's what cosmic sin's about? <laughs> like, okay. Like, it's a gig. <laughs> like, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> Like, okay, Bruce, he's a, he's a writer in two things. What did he write? Hudson Hawk, of course, and The Return of Bruno. That's the, uh, I guess, the video thing that he did. It's an hour long. So, yeah, so it's a TV movie. <laughs> a documentary about a major influence that, that a 60s rock singer named Bruno has had on rock music as attested by such rock legends as Ringo Starr, Brian Wilson, and the Bee Gees, among others. <laughs> uh, I probably watched that. I probably the John Bon Jovi's in it. Uh, Clive Davis. So yeah, <laughs> God. Uh, Hudson Hawk. I still love that movie. Say fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> He's got seventeen soundtrack credits. <laughs> <coughs> he, he performed on Saturday Night Live twice. He's a performer in Degrassi, the next generation? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I missed that episode. I missed that episode. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, there. That's that's, that's kind of... That's the news, Ed. Good night. No. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, also... One more thing. 
<laughs> no, you know what? I'm saving that for next time. All right, guys, let's get the Will Smith shit out of the way. All right. <laughs> so, like I said, I came home. Stacy's like, Will Smith punched with Chris Rock. I was like, that? What? So I go, look, it wasn't a punch, it was a slap. But on how, which version did you see, Ed? That's the question. Did you see the uh, the full clip with Will Smith going, get my wife's name out your fucking mouth? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. they, 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 I think they muted it out. They did. They did for America. But you know what? Because the Oscars is a global phenomenon, Australia and Japan did not. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so let's see if I can get the... Uh, start of it because because you see him yelling after he sits back down like, right, like, right, like, right right he goes up deb well I don't, I don't know if you're gonna read the article or not no what? i'm not gonna read it i'm gonna play you the clip oh okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the actual clip itself uh the is bit has been disabled in response to a report by the copyright owner so everyone's pulling it down yeah huh? okay because oh, okay. i mean all the shit's because <laughs> that's the thing because because last night like last week oscars japanese version <laughs> last night or last week I mean I forgot the Oscars were on like I, I forgot too uh, and I'm like because you usually do an Oscar pool we never done the, I don't think we did it last year for some reason or whatever you know because of the whole COVID thing and we right. never you know and I, I think this year I was like I'm going to print them out and I'm going to give it your copy so you can do your you know right. go through it or whatever and then we can you know go you know see who won as, as the night progresses if we you know uh, keep looking at it or something like that and it just forgot completely about it, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And I think somebody did mention it to me like Friday or whatever. Oh, Oscars this weekend. I'm like, oh, right, okay, you know, like uh, I, I forgot and all. And then when we did the show, you know, like we go through the whole thing, nothing, and and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, I think yes, the next day, and I was like, holy shit, right, like, well, what the over, fuck? Right here, here for I will let you hear the audio, okay. okay? G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Now, okay, little things. For those people living under a fucking rock, apparently she came out, she has, um, oh, uh, what the fuck? Um, I guess with an alopecia. Yeah. Okay, with alphasia and alopecia, two A's, cross, cross wire. Apparently it's a condition where women go bald. Right. Not a lot of people know this about Jada. She's not really publicly announcing this to anyone. So, she goes to the Oscars. First of all, six years ago, she banned the Oscars. She refused to go because there was too many white nominees. I think Chris Rock kind of slammed her for that, like right. you know, it, it, you know, making jokes about it. Right. So there she is, kind of like in the front row with Will, because you know it's like fancy seating, and Chris Rock comes out and he's presenting the award for best documentary. Chris Rock is a stand-up comic, so chances are he's probably going to go off script, which apparently he did here. Right. All right. So we'll go there. Oh. It's a. Like, please, Lord, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> but she rolls her eyes. He kind of chuckles, Will. That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> now this Rolf just walking up. Rolf walking up and then oh, slaps wow. him. Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking 
No! I'm Damn. going to, okay? Lock it over, okay. Wow. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here to uh, <laughs> give a documentary out. To give it. So that's kind of what happened. That's the un- the uncensored version of what happened on air. Right. And I, I bring it up because, I, you know, to as a starting point for this conversation. Because obviously it's a smack now heard around the world. Because right. that was from Japan. You hear the Japanese translator doing all that. Obviously, clearly didn't curse. But you can kind of see, like, the whole moment. Like, there's that moment where you see Chris Rock get hit. And he's like, it's a G.I.G. Like... Dude, it's not even a good fucking joke. Everyone in the room kind of goes, that's kind of gross because it's a bad joke. G.I. Jane's got to be a 20-year-old movie, right? Right. But then it's like, your head's going to look. <laughs> With the B-board, by the way, to tie it back to Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's directed by Ridley Scott. I've seen that movie. It's not a bad movie, by the way. Uh, so <clears throat> you you get this and you see the uncomfortableness, but it, it's weird because you're like, oh, my God. 1997, 25 years 25 old. 25 years old. Yeah, okay, close. 25. Close. So it, even here, but there's this moment where he looks like he's like, do you, do I rip into him now? Like, because there is so much more that he could have made a joke about. Mm. Because earlier this, earlier not earlier this year, but in the past year, they there's, Jada's got a show called like the Red Table Talk on Facebook where they talk about like real issues and she had Will on the, on, on, on the stage once to have a conversation about how she had an affair on, on him. Like, like Will's been two memes now. A sad Will and now the slap because now I've seen the people doing like the they've now changed the Batman slap and Robin yeah. to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Right? <laughs> You know, somebody even did was smart enough to be like, you know, they, you have that moment, and then she gives him a look, and then all it cuts into the, the Kevin Hart bit going, are you going to let him disrespect us like that? He's like, us? <sighs> I think you, the guy pretends to walk up, and he's like, as he's walking towards Chris, he's like, I'm sorry. And then whoosh, and smacks him, right? <laughs> like, I didn't want to, but now she's making me, because, you know, I'm pussy whipped kind of thing. Right. So this happens, and... Everyone's losing their shit. Everyone's got an opinion. And I, I'll be honest, I am shocked that it happened on live TV. I feel like Will did totally, the, as Chris Rock would, under, would, would put it, I don't, he shouldn't have done it, but I understand like right. why he did it. Like, sure, you disrespected somebody, but then the weird part is, here's, here's the worst part, documentary, the award goes to Questlove, Philadelphia local, right? right. Of course, you know, everyone's kind of like acting like nothing's going on, right? Ten minutes later, Will Smith wins Best Actor for King Richard. And then does this speech about, you know, like, you know, being crazy. He apologizes to the Academy, apologizes to a fellow nominee. He's never apologized to Chris Rock at that moment. Right. And then, you know, of course, now all of a sudden, now it becomes this major thing, like, well, was he right to defend Jada? But how can you def- defend Jada when she's been kind of shitty to him? She's a shitty person because of what she's put Will through. Like, what do you do as a man, as a husband? Other co- stand-up comments are going, like, no, Chris didn't press charges. 
you know, because why would he? You know, Chris definitely seemed to be the bigger person out of that moment because right. in that transaction, you could see the switch click going, I could tear into everybody right now if I wanted to, but he's not. He's like, Right. You no, know, he goes to he goes to perform like Monday, I think, like the next day in Boston. He's like, So how was all your weekend, right? Yeah. And he honestly said, like, look, I'm still processing. If you guys came here to hear me talk about that, I'm not going to because I have already a prepared show routine. He's like, however, I will I'm processing. I do plan on about writing it. It will be kind of serious. It will definitely be kind of funny. So just stay tuned kind of thing, you know. Right. But again, it does bring up a much uh Social media now has become judge, jury, and executioner as always. Like, what do you do? Like, someone brought up the point. Like, what if one of them was white, and that happened? Right. Like now you deal. You already talking about race. You're also talking about entitlement too, because who gets up in the middle of a live audience, smacks another man in the face, and gets to sit back down and then win an award ten minutes later? Well, that's the thing. They also said the Academy has a- did ask him to leave, and he refused I, to leave. Right. He said, no, I have – I okay. trust me, I got as many articles as I could to kind of give a timeline okay. of the past okay. week. Yeah, because it's like, like all this stuff was happening, and you're going and, – and, and that's the thing. Like it just unfolds, and you're going, well, what's next? Like 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 you, 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 you take that moment, and you're going, oh, my God, like I understand why he did it, but I don't think he should have done it that way. Like I think he should have just – State like right. They gave him one of the longest acceptance speeches in the fucking history of the of the the award show too, because he just kind of went off rambling, kind of crying, but not not in tears of embarrassment, not even tears of happiness. Kind of, it looked like Will was having kind of a mental breakdown in that moment, and I think people were just kind of like, let's just see what happens, because <laughs> now no one knows what to do, because now you're you're in a room of a bunch of lately the Oscars have kind of. We made a joke that what's his face um, uh, said it was Seth Rogen like who wants to watch a bunch of wants to watch a bunch of rich people give each other awards like maybe there's no there's no need for the Oscars anymore seems kind of outdated no one's interested in, it was back when they couldn't find a host you know uh, I think the hosts were um, Amy Schumer um, Wanda Sykes and I forget who else um, it was like three comedians right. Uh, Wanda Sykes, I think, went on a, a radio station like not too long ago and said Chris Rock kind of walked up and apologized to her because he feels like here's a moment we have three women doing the host of the Oscars and he, this moment took it away from everything. Because like now, no one's going to remember anything about this Oscars except, wasn't it the year Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? Yeah. Yeah, funny enough, it was the same year he won the Oscar. Like, you know, it's going to be in tandem with but every time you mention like yeah like next year like like I said the ironic part is now everyone's going to watch the Oscars next year because traditionally <clears throat> the actor who wins best actor award presents the award for the next person right so will you have Will Smith back now as we found out probably not but it could be whatever kind of year it's going to be okay uh I mean, that's what they say now. Right, that's what they say now. Now, of course, Will Smith apologizes for slap during acceptance speech. Uh, Will Smith just won his first Oscar award in his legendary decades-long career in TV, music, and film. The 53-year-old comedian won, I don't want to call him a comedian, but all right, uh, won the Academy Award for Best Actor during the 94th Annual Oscar Awards, his portrayal of Richard Williams, father and coach of tennis champions Venus and Cerulean Williams, the Philly native also earned a Golden Globe, Best Actor, blah, 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 blah. 
the the will author has been nominated for the Oscar twice before for Ali and for the pursuit of happiness, but this is his first win. Uh, the win comes after the oh my god moment of the night when Will slapped presenter and fellow comedian Chris Rock in the face after Rock joked about Jaden Pickett Smith's bald head. He gave an emotional acceptance speech after his personal historic win, uh, in which he acknowledged Richard Williams as being a quote fierce protector of his family and revealed legendary Denzel Washington pulled him aside and advised him at your highest moment, be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. We'll offer to apology during the incident of the speech as well. Uh, it's kind of where the thing ends. However, Venus and Serena's father, the man he portrayed, was like, "I don't. We don't condone violence in my family." So, uh, nope. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't. I don't agree with that. <laughs> like, okay. So he apologizes, like I said, to everybody except Chris Rock at that moment. Um, so then, right away, it's like, okay, well. His career, you figure, what happens to a man's career after that? You just go, he's done. He's done. He's done. It's over. Completely done. He is now, you know what? That slap sealed your fate. Because you did it on live television in front of your fellow actors who now might or might not want to do anything with you at this point. Well, the the thing it becomes is, is like... Oscars is also a curse because sometimes some people get hard work because once they win the Oscar, it's like it's like... Can we afford that kind of like right. Oscar caliber actor? Now every time, now every time he's in a movie, it's now also featuring uh, Oscar award winner Will Smith. Right, like it, that is a title that now comes with the award. It comes with the award, so it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. So you kind of go, can he get another performance somewhere else? And now, like now that this happened, they they might go, he's difficult to work with. If he slaps Chris Rock on live television. In you know, and 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 curses basically to oh yeah, I mean, the world basically like you know type of thing, and and makes it almost a how do I put this a violent moment you know in time, and you're going how do how can you walk away from that and going hey you know what we've got another movie for you to be starring in right how do you get (laughs) you guys are so funny come here like yeah you know how do you get that that back right like there's a that slap has ripple effects, so to speak, and right. not just on Chris Rock's face. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, and and that's 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 the concern he has to have now. But like I said, this past week they've started doing damage control. Jenny Pickett Smith says, you know, like like said something. I, I, uh, well, she did like, you know, time of healing, blah, right. blah, blah. Like now at, at the same time, Chris Rock also declines to file a police report after Will Smith slaps at the Oscars, the LAPD said. Uh, Los Angeles part the part LAPD confirmed to Variety that Chris Rock has quote declined to file a police report following an altercation with Will Smith at the 94th Academy Oscars. In full statement, the LAPD, the LAPD investigates entit- entit- entities are aware of an incident between two individuals during the Academy Awards program. The incident involved one individual slapping another. The individual has declined to file a police report. If the involved party desires a police report at a later date, LAPD will be available to complete an investigative report. Excuse me. So basically, it was like, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to file it. That's petty. You know, but again, maybe he should have. I, I mean, some like maybe the academy should have. You know, like, like there should be consequences to your action because now it becomes, oh, okay, he slapped somebody on live television, got the Oscar. 
you know, made a couple of half attempt apologies, you know, cried a little bit or whatever, did some like weird speech, and it's like right under you know under the carpet right. we're gonna move on from here like, right. kind of thing and it's just like it's not it's it's now, a, a lot of these articles are published six days ago so this is hot off the press type thing yeah. so six days ago from screen rant will smith won't lose his oscar but the academy may suspend him uh, <clears throat> actor will smith will not lose his oscar still the academy may decide to suspend him for his action he won best picture uh blah 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 rock continued the presentation without incident while Smith received his words just 10 minutes later, giving an emotional speech about peace and love. <laughs> Hollywood's reacted to Smith's behavior at the Oscars, with many condemning the violent behavior, while others are laughing at, are louding it. Most seem shocked and appalled at the exchange, which is a first in Oscar history, by the way. Uh, Smith apologized to the Academy and his fellow nominees for his behaviors during his acceptance speech, saying he hoped he would be invited back. However, the, the actor did not apologize to Rock. Smith stayed stayed throughout the ceremony, both after the slap and his Oscar win. It was later seen partying and posing for photos late in the evening. According to, to The Hollywood Reporter, the Academy is not expected to take back Smith's Best Actor Oscar, but is considering some type of sanction, including potential suspension of his Academy membership. Uh, members are split on whether to revoke the Oscar, uh, while others support the suspension only. However, a new statement from the Academy condemns Smith's action during the broadcast, it says they have begun, quote, a formal review of the incident, and they will, quote, explore further actions and consequences following their, quote, bylaws, standards of conduct in California law. Um, so Rocket made a previous joke about Pinkett Smith during the 2016 Oscars while also taking some comedic jabs at Smith, which prompted the Twitter user to predict a rock, Smith-Rock altercation in tw- at the 2020 Rock 22 Oscars. Um, so then it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen? So then a couple of days go by. What's your thought at that, at that moment? Well, I, I don't think he should, I don't think he should lose the, uh, uh, Oscar. I don't. And the only reason why is because they gave Roman Plasky an Oscar. Right. And uh, how many Oscars has Harvey Weinstein won? Right. That, and they didn't take any of their Oscars right. away. So if they took that Oscar away, it would be a, a bit more... You know, a little bit more. Someone might go, "Oh, well, it's because he's a black man." Right. I mean, and I, I would totally agree. Like, oh, come on! Like, you let a child molester and a would uh, well-known rapist, right, keep their Oscars, right? Why right. not let Will Smith keep his? Like, all he, yeah, I get it. Bad taste, poor taste, embarrassed himself, embarrassed Rock, and embarrassed the Academy live on television by smacking him across the face on your own fucking program. Right. However, dude, like you know, it's. You've, you've done far worse giving awards right. to people, and you're, you know, this this instant that's what you, this is where you're right. Like, lie. did you give Roman Polanski a lifetime achievement award while he was still fucking over in Paris because he couldn't come to accept it? Right. Like, come on, right. <laughs> Oscars, now, Academy. I, now, I thought I thought that one when they they were doing that they were trying to get him into the states so they could grab and arrest right. him. That's why I thought it was, but it was just like no. I think they did. They legitimately wanted to give him that award. Like and it's just like because he's a great artist and he's like it doesn't matter he, he, he's not a great person so but whatever <laughs> no, no no I agree okay uh, it's uh, shit I guess it's gone um, so I had like a Will Smith had a what do you call it a um, like a, a tweet let me see if I can get to the fucking uh, Instagram Will Smith uh, let's see I don't he might have taken it down but <laughs> I mean 
It's it's possible. Will Smith, there you go. Will Smith. Uh, 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 here you go. It's right here. This was six days ago also. Now, again, maybe it's posted it different, but violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke at Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed that my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, and all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am still, I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Thoughts? Um... <laughs> this, see, this gets more and more more difficult, uh, you know. As stuff. I don't think he wrote it. I really don't. Like you, someone, someone wrote it for him. He's yeah. like, just, you know, we're going to post this like a social media post. No, it is. He's got a blue check, so it's a verified account. So it's not just. Well, yeah, it's a verified account that it was his account. <laughs> but like, 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 it's like. It's like well, you gotta, damage control, and some assistant goes, "This is what you should write," you know, or some right. You know, like the rumors were that when that happened, when they cut the commercial, his publicist, and I mean, apparently Denzel Washington came out and said that both him and um, Tyler Perry went over to him and they prayed about it. You know, um, I guess again, that's probably where the where the devil comes gets you at your highest point. And apparently, they prayed and hopefully, you know, like to get through it all. And obviously, he wins the Oscar, so like, yeah, his prayers work. You know. Okay. Um, so there's 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 that part. Uh, I guess I can, can I get rid of that. Yeah, I can get rid of that. No. Uh, 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 uh. So, and how are you feeling at this moment? Six days ago. <laughs> like I said, like I, I, you know, like I said, when when I woke up and 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 looked on Facebook and it was like, whoosh, you, know, you just scroll through, and it's nothing. Will Smith like right. over and over again, and you're going, holy crap! And then you see the apology, and then you see the you know Jay Pickett Smith the thing, and then he didn't press charges, and you're going, is it over? Is is this right. really over? And then, uh, of course, it wasn't, and it just never, never. I don't think it's ever going to go away. But and let's continue on. All right, all right. On three thirty, by the way, this was a. Uh, Four days ago, was was recording of the show. Um, Will Smith sticking around the Oscars after Chris Rock is not what the Academy wanted, but he dug his heels when they tried to give him the boot. Uh, That's that's the new startling claim from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science, which fired off a letter Wednesday announcing their board of governors had begun disciplinary proceedings for on Will on violating their standards of conduct. In the letter, they write things unfolded in a way we could not have anticipated. While we would like to clarify that Mr. Smith has was asked to leave the ceremony and refused, we also recognize we could have handled the situation differently. Uh, it's pretty shocking, especially since the speculation up to this point was that the Academy sh- and the show pr- producers allowed Will to stay until his best actor category was announced, something for which they have been heavily criticized. Uh, they all go on to say about the whole thing in terms of logistics, Quote, consistent with the Academy's standards of conduct, as well as California law, Mr. Smith is being provided at least 15 days notice of a vote regarding his violations and sanctions and the opportunity to be heard before beforehand by means of a written response. 
The board further explains that at their next meeting on April 18th, so we're not going to hear, we're going to be hearing all about this until at least May. Because right. <laughs> after April 18th, they're going to come up with a conclusion and they're going to be talking about that. That's what you're thinking, right? Mm. Uh, they decided the decision was punished, which could include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions permitted by their bylaws. On a final note from them on what Will did, Mr. Smith's actions at the Oscars were deeply shocking, traumatic, even to witness in person and on television. Mr. Rock, we apologize to you for what you experienced on our stage, and thank you for your resilience in that moment. Because if you see the slap, he fucking took it like a champ. I mean, I mean, it looks like a man. I didn't think that you know, like Will's kind of a big dude, and Chris isn't really a big dude. Right. And like when you see the action of the slap. It could have been a closed fist. Uh, you know, it could have been, but it wasn't. So I guess maybe some restraint on Will's part. But Chris took it. Like, and he was like, w- what just fucking happened? Like, right. So we apologize to our nominees and guests who, uh, and viewers for what's transpired doing what could have been a, what should have been a celebratory event. Like, there's a, a still photo of that, <laughs> which is now like a, probably a meme, meme everywhere. Of course, there was an update to that, which was, uh, Sources who were present at the Oscars tell TMZ, because this is where the article's from, that two Academy officials who told Will Smith to leave were David Rubin and the president of the Academy and Don Hudson, the CEO, were told they were furious at Will and there was plenty of yelling and heated conversation backstage with Will's reps after the incident. As one source put it, the Academy officials were apoplectic, apoplectic, A-P-O-P-L-E-C-T-I-C. They were bad, Ed. They were, were also told they told him to leave shortly after the slap. So there's that. So he, not only did it happen, but then they go, dude, you got to fucking leave. I'm not, fuck you, I'm not going nowhere. So, and again, now that it leads towards more of like the entitlement part. What You did something wrong. And now you're going to sit there and kind of pull like a, I'm not going nowhere. Dude, like, and then 10 minutes later, win the award and gets a standing ovation, by the way. Like the whole audience is like, yeah, that Will Smith, he's great, he's awesome. I hope he doesn't hit me. <laughs> like, oh my god, he's awesome. Of course, we like if he comes like, no, no, we like you a lot, Will. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> like, you know, I gotta go. Uh, like, I gotta, I got somewhere to be. You know, I got like, some. Oh I got my a god, party. Will, congratulations on your win. We really, really like you. Like, <laughs> please don't hurt me. <laughs> which, which part are you going to? You I know. Don't know. I, Oh, my kids, they got to go back to bed. Right. I, they stayed up late, sleep, you know, L.A. time. I got to get back to the house. Oh, just don't, just, just don't make eye contact. Just keep walking. Yeah, well, what's up? Congratulations on the win. Keep walking. Keep walking. Shit, he saw us. <laughs> right. He's coming over. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? Don't mention the slap. <laughs> like, that's Okay, duh. Like, so, uh, <laughs> like, how's it going? Well, boy, I was so slap happy. Shit. <laughs> uh. Like, I'm going to get some flat oh, slapjacks. I mean, uh, fuck, I mean, pancakes. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I guess paper beats rock? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, but, this, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I can imagine the two of us seeing him. And he walks up, like, hey, guys, how you doing? And you're like, don't say nothing. What a slap, buddy. <laughs> Boy, you, he took that like a champ, didn't he, Will? <laughs> <laughs> What up, 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 Because that's like, because you, cause Will, you like, know what you need? Here's a secret school to white corn. Come on, sing it with me. Come on, you from Philly, you know it. Seagram, go to white corner. 
<laughs> well, shit, you, you could have just said no. <laughs> I just imagine the people being around him because even like, uh, I just. To witness that live on television, and but to be in the room and be like, he's, well, he's, he's sitting right next to me. I don't know what to do. Like, hey, dude, that's right. <sighs> but that's the thing. Like, you hear that, you hear him, and then it's all of a sudden you just the crowd just goes deaf silent, right? And you didn't know that energy just sucked out of that room because of that moment, mm-hmm. and you're going, whoa. Because like, at that moment, because you see him chuckle, and then he walks up on stage. It's almost as if like Jada was like, really, you think that's fucking funny? You better do something about that. He was like, ah, shit. And walks up. When you see him take the swing, he kind of leads back to do it. But that's probably because he, he was trying to get a better angle because he was probably too close. Right. And Chris takes it. He turns around, walks away. You're like, okay, well, maybe that's maybe it's a, it's a bit. Maybe that, it's a that, bit. Then that's what I first thought when I first saw it because it was just like, it's got to be a bit like, they're, they're worried about there's no viewers. Right, there's no know? viewers. So let's do something crazy. Like somebody in, in fucking, uh, what do you call it? Um. Uh, what are your conspiracy theories? Is like, well, no, there are people to this week. They were doing like third trial testing on like a COVID vaccine that they don't want to pull attention to, or so Will Smith and the the, the what do you call it, the Democratic? You know the those people over there. They did this so that people would bring uh, uh, what do you call it alopecia to the forefront, so no one's talking about COVID anymore. Right? You're like, dude, whew, okay, like. <laughs> Where's my foil hat? Like, you know. Uh, so you just go like, okay, well, there's 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 those people. So like at the first, I'm going, that can't be real. But then when he says get your get, you know, when he says what he said after that, I was like, oh, that's fucking anger. Like that's not right. like Will Smith may be an actor, but he ain't that good of an actor. Okay, granted, he was an Oscar like ten minutes later, but that's not that is a real man angry at what was said. But you're like, well, is it because you were trying to chuckle at it? And then apparently from another angle, you see Jada laugh at the slap part. Right. You know, so you're like, oh, like, oh boy. Right? <laughs> so, Ed, you're like, okay, well, what's going on after that? Right? Yeah. Well, as of... Uh, Six days. Ago. As of April 1st. So it wasn't even April 1st day. So this is three days ago. Yeah. Okay. You're thinking, oh, April Fool's. Will Smith resigns from the Academy after smacking Chris Rock on during the Oscars. I am heartbroken, quote. Excuse me. This is a quote from Will. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work, Will Smith said in part of a statement on Friday. Uh, he has resigned from the Academy of Motion Pictures and Science after smacking Chris Rock, blah, blah, blah. Smith said that a statement via his, via his representative that was sent to people. I have directly responded to the Academy's disciplinary hearing notice, and I will fully accept any and all consequences for my conduct. My actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. The list of those I've hurt is is long and includes Chris, his family, many of my dear friends and loved ones, and all those in attendance, and the global audience at home. I betrayed the trust of the Academy, he added. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate their work, and I am heartbroken. I want to put the focus back on those who deserve their deserve attention for their achievements and allow the Academy to get back to the incredible work it does to support creativity and artistry in film. He concluded, announcing his departure from the Academy. So, I'm resigning from 
I'm resigning from membership in the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. Change takes time, and I am committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence to overtake reason. Uh, following his resignation, David Rubin, president of the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Science, also issued its statement. We have received and accepted Mr. Will Smith's immediate resignation from the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts. Uh, we will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceeding against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy Code of Conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting on April 18th. Uh, since, you know, obviously Smith has, has you know, apologized, blah, 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 apologize. Uh, um, so he says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to resign. You know, I'm going to take myself away from the Oscars. Yeah, you know, I'm going to take, take my way from the 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 Academy. Right. And do you want to know what it means to, to basically pull your resignation to resign from the Board of Academy? For, no, I don't. Uh, do you know? I do, and according to People Magazine. Oh, okay. All right. Will Smith has resigned as Academy of Motion Picture Arts uh, presenter, blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. The question is, what does it mean to resign from the Academy? Now that Smith has resigned from the Academy, he will no longer enjoy the benefits that members are afforded, including access to screeners for films in consideration and the ability to vote for potential nominees. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's uh, it. However, his invitation to attend future Academy Awards and related events remains to be seen once the Academy broad, uh, Board reaches its decision later this month. So basically, like, he Dude, can't, you get no screeners. You get no screeners. You get no screeners, and you can't, you, you know, what? we're having the Oscars, you can't vote. You get no vote. Wow. Now, we call it, they also have, like, there's a producer's guild, a director's guild, like, you know, basically they're big giant unions. The Directors Guild is something that, and I use the Directors Guild in main response because Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino have both quit and come back the the, the guild. You got to pay dues. That's right. what you got to do. Like, oh, your dues are up there, Quentin. Or if it's something that they want to do something and the Directors Guild won't allow them to produce that film, for whatever reason, they go, fuck you, I quit. The Guild, I'm going to make this movie now. Right. Kiss my ass. Makes the movie, gets whatever award it gets, and uh, we would like to invite you back to the Directors Guild, Mr. Rodriguez or Mr. Tarantino, because you know you're you're a genius, and we were wrong clearly. But next time we're going to tell you no again, and you're right. going to quit again because it because that's happened. I think that George Lucas because he, he right he had to leave because of Return of the Jedi at that point because he was he was getting a lot of flack because he wasn't having opening credit scenes and right you know like who's directing it he's stars. like i quit i quit the director's guild do my own thing fuck you yeah you know really turned out okay for him i guess <laughs> <laughs> gee you don't hear that name anymore <laughs> right right jeez i wonder whatever happened to him <laughs> poor guy quits the guild i could never heard of again <laughs> uh so apparently um the Academy Code of Conduct, which everyone keeps talking about, it was made a was majorly revised in 2017 in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein scandal and the hashtag MeToo movement, which includes disciplinary measures that quote may include private reprimand, shame on you, right? Public reprimand, oh my god, we're gonna public shame on him, right? Um, Temporary or permanent loss of privileges to attend and participate in academy events or activities. <laughs> hey, we're having a party. Would invite Bill? No, he's bad. <laughs> like, 
temporary or permanent loss of eligibility to receive or receive or hold or revocate of Academy Awards or honors, temporary or permanent loss of eligibility to hold Academy Services volunteer roles or other sanctions that the Academy at its sole discretion may deem appropriate. Uh, recently, as last month, other members of the Academies who have resigned, notably Oscar-nominated sound mixer Peter Kirkland and Oscar-winning recorder mixer Tom Fleischman, both due to AMPS's, AMPS's newly revealed plan to exclude their categories from live telecast. So when they were like, hey, you know, we're cutting out eight eight uh, awards, okay, yeah. some people were like, you know what, fuck you and the Academy. Yeah. We quit. You know, <laughs> like... So while the, the Academy has stipulated over this week that this disciplinary procedure against Smith will be laid out in the exact schedule, board meeting on April 18th. Can't wait to that one. Ed, when's our next show? <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, actually, be yeah, the next show would probably be, uh, wow. Well, it will well, be for like two, three weeks. Uh, well, you, uh, we're, not, we're not doing an Easter show? No, doing an Easter I guess show. I guess I'll find out why. All of a sudden, Sean's got three Sundays open. <laughs> two Sundays are open for you, buddy. Right, woohoo! Uh, however, his resignation could conceivably be that it'll be up to him to decide whether or not he wants to come back in the future. Okay, so I quit. I'll let you know if I'm coming back. However, his admittance back to the academy will, of course, be at the discretion of the board of the board of fifty four members. Uh, could Will Smith have his Oscar rescinded, uh, Ed? Could he get his Oscar taken away? Uh, the only time the Academy has ever taken back a statue was for the 1967 documentary Young Americans, which it retroactively found had been released too early to be eligible for the Oscars in 1996. Wow. Uh, 1969, sorry. While Weinstein and Roman Polanski have been ejected from the Academy due to their respectful sexual abuse scandals, both men still have their Oscars, by the way. All right. Uh, this makes it highly unlikely that Smith will lose his trophy, even though it was awarded shortly after on stage after the attack on Rock. I don't think call it the attack. <laughs> uh, can Will Smith ever earn another Academy Award nomination? Based on the Academy Code of Conduct, Smith's future eligibility for nomination falls under its sole discretion, quote-unquote. However, as the Oscars are a highly public enterprise, the decision to nominate him in the future will be not be taken lightly. There you go. So that's basically, it's like, I quit, you guys. Oh, I guess you're not going to all the parties, are you? (laughs) Which I guess in some way could be like, well, that means he can't network and he can't, you know, can't be around his people to be able to talk and wheel and deal and see people and things like that. Oh, well. Like, oh. Well, I mean, you know, now he's executive producing the... Bel Air show, which I like, but I mean... I don't think he's not, he's not on set. <laughs> you know? Well, as I saying, like, like there's go, there's going to be a time where you're going to go. Where are you going to see him next? And that's that's the big question. Like, like, right? I did see an article. I didn't bring it to the table, but I because I figured I just as a blurb. Um, apparently, the Bad Boys Four movie has been put on hold. Uh, he was they're supposed to be doing a, another thing for Netflix that was kind of pushed back a little bit. So I mean, there is a little bit of heat now going, dude. I don't. We don't well, like I say they're they're gonna they're gonna wait until they're gonna wait until basically the judgment is right. is passed by the right. academy. What what what's their what's their right? And then you have to worry about the court of public opinion, right? You know, which again seems to be kind of split. 
But that's the thing. It comes down to casting directors, and that's that's sure. that's where that's where he's going to hurt the most, right? Because it's just like, it, are are they going to see him now in the light of the fact is like he's an Academy Award winner, uh-huh. and he's hard to work with because he slapped Chris right. Rock on the Oscar, right? Fed his wife, and it's like, just like like is he is he stable this time around? Because that seems like something unstable. Are we going to have to worry? Do we need more insurance on our films? Like. Right. Yeah, again, he's he's now become more of a liability than a than a, a blessing, right? And that and that's 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 what you're gonna think. So now you're going okay. Now we gotta wait the 18th to happen. See what they say. See right, and then I'll be like, oh my god, what's the verdict? What's gonna happen to Will Smith? Oh my god, is he gonna keep his Oscar? What kind of disciplinary actor? It'll probably be a slap on the wrist. But they're gonna let him keep his Oscar because again, if they take away his Oscar, that seems kind of shitty. Because in wake of Harvey Weinstein, um, I think even uh, we call it. I think they even kicked off um, not Bill Cosby's not part of the Academy. Surprise, right? You know, uh, we call it Roman Polanski. Like if they're willing to kind of kick them out, let them keep their Oscars. I think if they take away Will's Oscars, I think it makes it a bigger. Oh, that's going to be. They're going to make bigger problems. For the it's going to be a bigger problem for the Academy as well as social impact because they'll be like, "Well, wait a second. Like, what do these guys have in common that's different from Will? Uh, right away, color of his skin, maybe. Like, it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. So I think that I see the only the only thing the only the only difference between the two the two of them and, and Will Smith besides the color of skin is the fact is is that. They were sexual predators that didn't happen during the Oscars. Right, where, where he did it during the Oscars. Do I think that Will Smith should lose his Oscar? Definitely not. I think he should keep it. They right. kept theirs. He should keep his. I agree. It's plain and simple. It's, you you can't you. There'll be so much backlash if right. the Academy will lose everything. Right. They're they, already in hot water because Oscars so white. Now this was the most diverse Oscars they've had. Now all of a sudden, you know, between all the winners, but now it's stolen. In a way, it's it's a punch in the face, so to speak. But that's the thing that makes it. That's the thing that makes this more difficult. Is the fact is is that they're they're bringing more cultures and colors and, and things like that to the Oscars, right? And something like this happens, and you go and you go, uh, shit, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and it's just like so. Like the Academy guys, the Academy's got to tread carefully now, right? Whether they whether they want to keep the, lose this Oscar or not, and it's like you're going. I think that what they should do is basically kind of like you said, slapers. I think they just don't invite him back anymore. Like not, not as right. a former, you know, as a you know, uh, whatever. So if he has a song or whatever that's in a movie, <laughs> you know, and they want him to sing it because it's right. you know an Oscar nominee, which I don't think they'll even do that. Now. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I, yeah, I just I think that. Oh yeah, I think that it's it's a it's muddy waters, regardless. I think that you know, like what happened. I, personally, doesn't affect my life whatsoever. Right? Doesn't. I mean, I like Will Smith. I like Chris Rock. That happened. I'm like, I don't. He said a bad joke. You shouldn't have hit him. If he knew about Jada's condition and still went for the joke, then bad on Chris. Right. Everyone's saying no one knew about that condition until after the fact. So can you blame Chris Rock for making a? Really stupid, bad joke in the first place. Right. Okay, bad joke, granted, but that does, does that deserve Will to come up and slap in the face because it because then that sets a precedence for anybody other. Like then it spirals out to other stand-up comics going. Can that happen to anybody now? Right. Like, can I be on stage and make a joke about somebody and they come right. up off the stage and it's 
the right. slap, now you're gonna have to have stage security at a comedy show. Right, we're supposed to be here for laughs, and I'm supposed to be making jokes, and now I gotta worry about some guy. If I go, hey, miss, I see, I can see a lot of cleavage now. Say something about it, like you know, or some guy just now go keep my wife's damn out your fucking mouth as like a, a threat now. Right. And you're like, oh, great. Now you got to look over your shoulder now because you made a, a, a stupid reference. It's just, it's, it's, like I said, this is, again, the ripples effect is going to be like, okay, well, some people feel this way, some people feel that way. I personally, I got no, I got no skin in the game. I'm like, it sucks. Will I watch the next Will Smith project? I wasn't really interested in King, King Richard in the first place. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm glad he won an Oscar. It's great. I feel like it's going to be Will Smith wins an Oscar asterisk, but the same day he smacked Chris Rock, it's it's never going to get right. put to the side. It's always going to be that moment, and it's the internet, and it's on video. It's always going to be there. Right. It's always going to be there, no matter where he goes, no matter what he does, and whoever he works with. Whether you agree with it or disagree with it, it's going to taint him as an actor and as a person. He can sit there and I apologize all you can, but in a world, in a world, Ed, where people have been, 10 years from now, something could happen. And Will Smith could be the focal point of that, and it could be something positive. You sure as shit, some troll is going to go, yeah, but 10 years ago, he smacked Chris Rock. He, well, we just, shouldn't let him host the. We shouldn't let him host anything, right? You know, well, he shouldn't be in any show or movie, you know, and it, right? And because just, just like Kevin Hart couldn't be, we can't let Kevin Hart, you know, host the Oscars because he said bad things about these people, you know. So because that happened too, right? So it's like, yeah, but he said that like ten years ago, five years ago, even James, the James Gunn, he gets fired from Guardians Three for stuff he said. So. We've seen how this is going to affect Will, maybe not right now, but definitely in the future. I Wait, guarantee you. Free free speech means nothing unless you have, like, you know, like, because of the fact that there's consequences now to your action because of the court of a court of uh, uh, of, uh, court of, court of public opinion. Public opinion, that's what I was looking for, is, is going out there and they're going to destroy your career basically sure. because you're now going to be plastered everywhere because you said one thing at one time in your life and maybe uh-huh. it was a decade ago and you're not that person ten years from ten years right. ago. So you've changed and all of a sudden now you've you've become this person and you're going, wait, wait, you're you're firing me because something I said ten years ago? Right. Like, like I'm not that person anymore. I was I was completely I was young, I was stupid, and I didn't mean those things. Back then I was I, I've learned my lesson. I've done better since then. It doesn't matter, dude. You did that one thing, fuck you, you're you're done. Right. It's and like, I, but I don't I don't deserve that. Well now you know what everybody else is just like. Like, <laughs> welcome to the real world. Like <laughs> yeah, I said, there's nobody perfect. And I don't know what I say, like there's all those actors and actresses that have skeletons oh, in our sure. closet some have not like because it was they were victims <laughs> of something but some have done things that have are terrible and you're going you'll never know until somebody <laughs> blabs could you imagine if ricky gervais was the host at that night <laughs> i mean a, a part of me went i was like oh my god it's a good thing because he made a comment too but he posted a clip from uh we call the office his version of the office where it was just like it was, it was it was funny and appropriate and it was it was great because it was smart. But I'm like, could you imagine if he was hosting an award show right after that or hosting the award show right then and there? I mean, how he ripped into everybody for the Jeffrey Epstein right in front of live television, 
right at the Golden Globes and didn't give a shit. Right. Chris Rock had restraint. He said a shitty joke, but after that smack, you could see it in his eyes that I'm going to murder you with my words. And he didn't. He held back. Ricky Gervais never would have been like, you know what? I'm burning this fucker down. Let's go. Right. Again, just because it's it's who he is, but again, you it's just it's a mess. And of course, you know, like, hey, we're we're geeksters. We're here to entertain you for it. <laughs> here, I got one more article. Oh shit! One more article, and we're calling it a night. I want to go, like get away from all that, and let's get to something back. This one you can laugh at because it's this one. This is a slap to my face, Ed. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, apparently, Bill Skarsgård is set to star in the Crow reboot. Oh, God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Here we go I again. For- you, I hope you, I hope you didn't find this one, but apparently you did. <laughs> Here we go again. After years of stop and go, and the new iteration of the 1994 supernatural uh, actioner is underway, and production is slated to begin in June. Uh, year after years of false starts and many rings of development hell, the crow appears to ready to fly again. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise in the Cla- Pennywise the Cloud of the Ed Horror movies, will star in the reboot of the supernatural revenge thriller that will be directed by Rupert Standards, best known for helming Snow White and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell. This is the same guy, apparently, who had the affair with Kristen Stewart to ruin his marriage. But I'm just... I, I digress. <laughs> he still gets a job. <laughs> Longtime Crow Stewart Edward R. Pressman and Malcolm Gray, a co-producer of the 2019 Chadwick Boseman thriller Twenty One Bridges, are producing. For those of you who don't know, Crow was an indie comic written and drawn by James O'Barr in the late '80s. The total dark tale of a man and his fiance who were assaulted by a gang and, uh, and killed by a gang after the couple's car breaks down. The man resurrected by a crow and exact vengeance on those who took his life and the wife, a love of his life. Uh, Scarzar will play Eric Draven, the man on the revenge mission. Zach Ballin, who's coming off an Oscar for petting King Richard, wrote the script. Oh, so hey, look at that. I wonder if the crow's going to slap somebody. <laughs> uh, the project was, was is well into pre-production ahead of the June start date, which shooting to take place in Prague and Munich. The budget is $50 million range, it does appear like the film will actually take flight. <laughs> Fans of The Crow, however, have plenty of reason to be skeptical that this iteration won't get derailed at the last minute given the franchise's infamous history. Uh, the first movie, uh, we call it Death of Brandon Crow. The sequel titled The Crow City Angel starred Vincent Perez. It was released in 1996. It was followed by two more movies, uh, The Crow Salvation and The Crow Wicked Prayer with, with Eric... Mabius and Edward Furlong as their respective leads. Uh, there was even a late 1990s TV series which starred Mark Dukakis. Dukakis? That's the guy from Iron Chef. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but since Wicked Prayer's 2005 opening, the franchise has been, play- been plenty of lift off and drag. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, so, reason why, remember last time we talked about this, Jason Momoa was set to star in it. Yes. But apparently, uh, it was. Director Stephen Norrington from Blade was involved in one reboot, while F. Javier Gutierrez uh, and actor Luke Evans were working on another. Corin Hardy, 
took to the task of the reboot in 2017 and attached Jason Momoa to star, but both men left in 2018 after a clash over financial issues between producer and distributor, clipping the project's wings once again. <laughs> Skarsgård, who helped the hit movie scare up over $1.1 billion in the worldwide box office, will be seen in the upcoming John Wick Chapter 4, and is currently filming the action fantasy Boy Kills, Boy Kills World. Ironically, he voiced a character named Crow in Marvel's 2021 movie, The Eternals. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, I, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, look, look, I'm not, I'm not hating on the actor. I think he was really great in Pennywise. Uh, he was good in. Uh, he's, I like him. I like him as an actor. I can't say like it depends on the script. I mean, Brandon Lee wasn't a, a super built dude in the first place. Right. I mean, but he at least had some skills of fighter to you know be right. Bruce Lee's son. Kind of. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's right. I'm sure, he trained his son before. Sure, he I died. mean, if you, any any of the movies that he was in before he passed away were definitely like action, you know, martial arts. It was him doing all. It was great. Right. Uh, Rapid Fire is still today is one of my favorite movies with him in it. You know, and then there's a Dolph Lundgren movie, uh, One Night in Tokyo, I think it is, or it's him and Brandon Lee with Dolph Lundgren's lead in it. It's like a Dolph Lundgren movie, and Brandon Lee is kind of like and introducing. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, get the hell out of here. So I, yeah, we'll see. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm 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 hoping that it fails. I, I mean, because <laughs> you you're going why tarnish that man? You know, like he died in in. During that movie, like making that movie, he right. died. Like, right. I mean, he was the first person, the first movie to use digital refacing because they had to replace the standard actor with his face. So right. It's like, oh, yeah. And it's it's just it's just you you, <laughs> and you, you're going you're going because you know it's not going to be good. I don't care how who I, it is. Like you know, like with Momoa, I'm thinking. It's got some. It's got some kick to it. Now it's got some balls, like kind of thing. Like, right. like maybe you know, thing. And then of course it's like they they couldn't get the budget for what they wanted. Right. To do. Probably someone wanted to like well, we wanted like fifty million dollars is not enough for this movie. We need at least a hundred million dollars. We're not giving you a hundred million dollar movie. The first one, way back with Brandon Lee, God rest his soul, was in it. You know, like because <laughs> you know that's what a producer said. Right. Right. right? It, it didn't cost that much money the first time, and look what we did with that. You know. Most people went to go see it because he died making it. It's even dedicated to him and his fiance at the time. That's why people saw it. Maybe if you throwed a little bit more money their way, maybe we'd have better safety protocols and he'd still be alive today. You know, now rebooting with a $50 million, I hate to say it, Ed, is a slap to the face. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Will Smith to Chris Rock moment. Uh that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. What did the five figures say to the face? Slap! <laughs> All right, Ed, that's it. That's all. I'm done. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Guess what? Surprise! We listen to Geeksters. What? You kidding? Really? This nasally douchebag and his other partner just laughing away, having a good old time. <laughs> My head is so stuffed up. Every time I try to swallow, I can feel the pressure in my nasal passages. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> so where are you from? <laughs> Do you like Will Smith movies? Do you like Will Smith? Fresh Pits Ballet is phenomenal. 
<laughs> I still have to get jiggy with it to this day. Yeah. Stop because it's gross. <laughs> you know, if they could get. <laughs> what's the other guy who plays with bad boys? Uh, <sighs> how do you help you? I forgot who it is. Martin Lawrence, yeah. If they could get Martin Lawrence after all the stuff he's been through going crazy and running around naked in the streets and all, <laughs> maybe we can get Will Smith. He's only do is just slap a person. <laughs> That's right, I forgot. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 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 well, maybe, maybe they should bring back <laughs> Bad Boys for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening again, Geeksters. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Of course, if you'd like to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks. Let me try it again. Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. Excelsior. <laughs> Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Shit, he's going our way. <laugh